love it. But I was like, I don't know if I want to like torture him. Yeah. <laughs> no, so like that stuff's fine. Or I've had people contact me already and they were like, there's a lot of aspects to Batman that you've been complaining about missing that I think you're going to get your childhood back mm-hmm. in certain stuff. And, and, um, and I've had, or I've had some people go, dude, this was the closest thing that I've ever seen to, um, uh, the dark Knight series. And I was like, Oh, cool. Okay. Like that kind of stuff was okay. But I didn't want them to tell me what happened or why or anything like that. It's, and that's what I didn't want to know. It's trying to be realistic, like the dark Knight, but like even more. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the comic series. Oh yeah. Not the film, but the comic series, which you guys, you guys tried. The only thing that you've read so far that I know of anyways, um, that's the the Dark Knight series is uh, the Dark Knight series is uh, 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 the long Halloween is yeah. a part of the Dark yeah. Knight series. Oh, okay. it, it was like several years, the, yeah. the Dark Knight series. Well, I mean, it's still running now, but I mean, uh, by the long Halloween, it already been going for. Yeah, they started it in like the late 80s late late to mid 80s okay. and then it went up from so there yeah, the dark night so gotcha. the, the dark all the dark night stuff that's when they came up with bane um uh rachel ghoul like all the, the, the cool shit yeah that people enjoy now about batman they came out during that gotcha stuff. yeah it's uh it's very much a murder mystery movie and it's it's fun it's a really cool way they did it i enjoyed it like i said i still put dark night above it for me but i see why somebody else would think otherwise yeah I'm, I'm ready. I wanted to go tonight, but I was like, no, like I can't, I can't get it done tonight. Cause it's just the times that match up. And it's funny too, because like, um, I went over to, uh, Heidi's house last night and we were just like sitting and talking and, uh, cause we, we went to, uh, we went to, uh, we did one of those time escapes things. Which oh, are the, fun. I haven't done one of those in several thing? years. Yeah, escape rooms. Yeah, I haven't done okay, one. Yeah. Allie wants to do one for her birthday. And I was like, sure, she's doing it with the girls regularly. So. I did one once. They're actually fun, but I want to do it with more people. Like it was fun yeah. doing it as a couple, but the like the chick was like, Yeah, you can get six people in one room. And I was like, Oh, that'd be cool. I don't want to get together with like all my friends or do like a like like date night, date night, date night kind of a thing. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. everybody brings the ladies and we just go and do it because but this room that we were in, it was so small, having six people in there would have been fucking crazy. Cause everyone yeah. would have just been running into each other and stuff like that. But anyways, yeah, it was fun. So we were uh we were sitting and and uh and she was like, have you, wait, have you, have you seen you, you went and saw Batman, right? Like opening night. And it's like, no, I've been broke. And I said, so I got to wait until, and she was like pulling up her phone and she was like, um, okay, I'm getting us tickets right now. I want to go on Saturday night or not Saturday night. I want to go on Tuesday night. And, um, and she was like, because that's when you said you were thinking about going. And I was like, yeah, okay. So she got tickets and I was like, well, wait a second. Like, you understood what you just said, right? Cause she's not really a Batman person. Like she likes all the MCU movies, but never a comic book person. Mm-hmm. Um, like gardens of the galaxy is like some of her favorites. And, um, and I was like, this is a Batman movie. Like you've never actually sat down and watched a Batman movie with me before. She's like, yeah, but the trailers look really good. And I was like, oh, okay. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see, see what she thinks too. Yeah. And she's like, and all my friends tell me that it's the best Batman ever. And I was like, well, if you haven't seen any of them, you know that, yeah. <laughs> then it's probably going to be the best Batman <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah. So, um, I do yeah, think a so lot of that's just like night. the hype train, you know, that like 
comes out with like ev- all every movie that comes. Yeah. And I'll, I'll see something eventually where um, I have so many friends that are filmmakers from like other states and shit like that. Like I'm uh, eventually one of them's going to get on there and they're going to hate it and trash it or whatever. Dude. And they're going to dissect oh, it. Dude. The way Matt. And Reeves, that's why I've been staying off. The way Matt Reeves filmed this movie is really good. He did great little detailed things. He just did things with eyes a lot. Like right. Silence. Well, and, and he just did looking um, at people. He did a um, man of steel, right? No, that was Zack Snyder. Oh, that's right. Wait, what did Matt he Reeves do? Did the Planet of the Apes movies. Do you see those? Yeah, he, a few I, of those. I thought he did something else that was superhero related. Uh, but what was it? No, that's Matt. That's I'm trying to think of what it was. Are you looking it up? I think he did. Nope. Okay. Because if you're of, looking, yeah, it up, look it up. I keep thinking it's like first class, but that's um. Yeah, there was something else that I know of his, um, that I've seen that was superhero related. That um, let me in. Planet of the Apes, Cloverfield. I don't know if he's done another superhero movie. Doesn't look like it. Yeah, maybe not. Because I haven't seen any I think, of those I think Planet of the Apes movies. The guy because that did first class. Because I think he's a Matt as well. I don't well. care about any of those. <laughs> um, That's fair. The director of X Men First Class is well, Brian. That was Brian Singer. No, was Matthew Vaughn? That's probably oh. who you're thinking of. Because Matthew Vaughn, I believe, also did Kick Ass. Okay. And um and he's on Kingsman. Okay. Oh, he did a couple superhero movies, but that's how who I keep mixing them up with. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm looking right now to see what I got it mixed up with, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Matt Reeves is fucking mm. awesome. It is a very much a, a Batman meets seven. Mm. That sounds pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Is this our intro to the episode? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We always end up just bullshitting for a little bit anyways. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Batman. Two six and a stone. Woo. It's Batman week. Right. Batman it's Batman week. week. It's Batman week. It's Batman week. Um, did you get that shirt at the concert? I did. Yeah. yeah. I like the, um, those are some of my favorite shirts to get at concerts are the baseball tees. I've never had one. Yeah. It's I like them. They're, one. they're, they're my, they're kind of my favorite because I can wear them in a lot of different kinds of weather. Cause yep. they're not quite the long sleeve, not quite the short sleeve. Like it's my first one I've ever had. And it's really a weird adjustment. Cause I keep feeling like I need to pull my sleeve down. Right. And I'm like, Oh, right. I, nope. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so it's a weird feeling I've never had before. But. Yeah. I've only got, I've only, I mean, I don't have a lot of them, but I only have um, a couple of, I've got one for, um, uh, affiance when I saw them the first time okay. when I had them play yeah. the trick on my buddy. Um, I got one for them and then I have, um, a rush one when I saw them from their, their nice. R40 tour. Um, and then I also got, um, I think I have a third one, but I don't remember, but they're, they're pretty nice, but they're also like, you don't have this problem because your, your body is rather I'm tiny, rather uniform. <laughs> like it's not shapes like mine is because <laughs> that's how like my body just is just all these different shapes. So sometimes <laughs> I'll get so, funny. Sometimes I've gotten those shape, those, those shapes, those shirts and they don't fit right. And I'm like, Oh no. So mm. it sits in my closet for a while. Like my affiance one, I'm like 20 pounds away from being able to wear it comfortably. So it's super nice because it's just been hanging in a closet. It hasn't been worn or washed or fucking That's anything. Funny. Yeah, I end up with so many. Um, there's a, a guy um, in, a, in the music scene that's like a big, like on Facebook and whatnot. And he's doing this thing where he's showing like all of his band shirts he's ever gone, gotten mm-hmm. because he goes to like every concert. And I think his video is about like his 800 band tees from concerts. Jeez. Damn. 
That's way more than I got. Yeah. I don't even think I could fit. But he also like I've got a lot, but I know I don't have eight hundred. He also for like sure. ran a venue or still does, or he helps run a venue. I think is more what it is. It's a small little place for like starter bands to get going, so he gets to like do a lot of that. And but he, I, I'll just go to a concert and they'll be like, oh, there he is. Right. <laughs> right. Is that this one too? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. My buddy in Texas, the one that uh, used to play drums that we, him and I mm-hmm. played together. Um, well, he still plays drums, but when we were in a band together, um, he is an audio engineer. And so he just works at uh, major concert venues. Like he works for yeah. companies that yeah. run those venues. So he goes to free concerts all the time. And he, even though he's paid to be there, he's getting to watch a show and yeah, he watches obviously. smaller bands and bigger bands um, a lot. And so he feels bad. So if it's a band he likes, he'll still buy merch. So he feels like he's giving something because he's like, I'm here for free. And it's like, yeah, but you're fucking getting paid. You're getting, you're like, you're salaried to be there. And he makes fuckloads of money. Um, It makes really, really fucking good money. Like the bigger the show and the more he has to do, like, you know, Mm -hmm. the more you get paid. Um, But yeah, so that's how, like, he has a lot of band t-shirts too. Cause he'll just see someone and be like, I didn't really know who these guys were, but they're cool. So I bought a t-shirt. Like, so he has a lot of them too. Speaking of shows, nothing more just announced a tour. And I realized that, uh, our Ali pointed out to me that we'll be out of town for a wedding. And I was like, no, but the lineup is real bad. <laughs> uh, what's the lineup? Well, it looks like it's a co-headlining tour. So okay. it sounds like for one that makes like nothing more show would probably Those be shorter. Those are so iffy because if it's co-headlining with a band that you're not a big fan of, then you're rolling that dice where you're like, please let them play last. Please and let the band I is. like play last. Guess who it is? No. Asking Alexandria. Oh, that is a very strange. And then know who's gross. Guess who's, oh, who, guess who's under it? I I'm not familiar with to like them. I'm not familiar with those bands. Atreyu. Yep. Yeah. Oh wow. That's <laughs> such a like, weird. They're not lineup. good anymore. I listened to their newest album a couple months ago because their their screamer quit. Yeah. And uh, it's it's not good. It's not a good album. It was real. The screamer quit, as in like the lead singer. Yeah, and so now. I forget his name, the drummer, Brandon. I think it's Brandon. So the drummer does all the vocals now? I don't know if he screams. They might have somebody like the the bassist screams, I think now. And then he's just the front man. Oh yeah. I would definitely not like them. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. The, the, the lead singer screams were some of the few of those kind of screams. I don't know what they're called, but Mm -hmm. that I could, that I liked. And yeah, like I say, I saw a Trey live, but it was back in like 2000, um, it was like two, uh, th- yeah. two, I never got to see them in the good points. It was like 2006, <laughs> yeah. I think, or something. It was when they were touring for a death grip on yesterday and they were still badass. And I got to hear all the songs I loved from the curse and stuff like that. And they, they were yeah. great, but I never saw them after Let's Sales and Paper Anger. Yeah, so I'm so like, I don't want to hear any of the shit music. My guess is that they probably don't play a lot of that shit at all. Well, they can't. The, yeah. Not yeah. the same way. Yeah, anyway. Cause the bassist is doing the screaming. And so like they screamed a lot less in their later stuff. So they're probably, that's probably why. And so I was like, and then there's even another band before them who I don't know. Yeah. And so I was like, they're probably only playing for like 45 minutes and mm. I have to sit through three bands. I don't give a shit about watching. Yeah. In so, order to do I was that. Like, they always come through like three times on their album tours. So I'll wait till next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kill Switch and Gaze was just here like a week ago were they really? and I oh, really shit. wanted to go and I was like, fuck. Uh, yeah. I saw I, that show. I wanted to. You were there? Or I wasn't there, but like I saw it. Oh, okay. Up. Yeah. I was like, I yeah. you saw Cannibal Corpse. Yeah, actually, I do. Of course, have, you did. Speaking of uh, uh, like shit like that. Um, so for well, first off, I just want to say I fucked up Elden Ring publicly, and that it was George R. R. Martin. 
that not wrote Jake, the uh, not Tolkien. Oh, that's not right. Tolkien. You said this that you yeah, wanted yeah. to say. I just need to get that podcast. out of the way before we get too deep, and I forget. <laughs> yeah, totally yeah, fucked that, that up. That episode's up, so yeah. If so people hear it. Then uh, there we gonna, go. This is for anybody who's mad. Um, you, you but it. the second thing is, is uh, you're gonna get canceled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, I have an audition for a band. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, next week. Um, and I yeah, I met them at Cannibal Corpse. Um. I, I won't go like too many details until like things are like more official or like Fuck work that. out. Tell us what's going on. Um, well, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about it. I just don't want to say their name or like things well, yeah, like that. That's fine. Um, Why not? They didn't make you say sign some sort of like NDA. Oh, did yeah, they? but still. But regardless. Um, so they're definitely they're definitely metal, but I don't know necessarily. We're not going to know who they are anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, still. Did you tell them that you have a podcast? No, not yet. Okay. So it, it was pretty brief. Else. We were, we were drunk. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so, so how did it go? They were like, "We have a band," and you were like, no, no, no. You so, oh, yeah, it's great. And then it's, they were like, "Well, what do you know? He can scream." There, well, there, there's a lot that goes into this, but I was asked to not like publicly speak about it because it like involves Matt as well. But it's like it's like a whole thing. So I can't. So you both are auditioning? No, because well, he, he doesn't did. have a he, band. He did. That's how I met them through them, but he went with someone else. But anyway, that that'll explain off air. But um, anyway, so I met the dude, the band they he had auditioned for, and he was like telling me he was like, yeah, like it's definitely a different like style of metal, and like I don't know necessarily what genre it is because it's like their old singer kind of reminded me a little bit of like James Hetfield if he were to scream, I guess. Okay. So it sounded like James Hetfield, but then yeah. also scream. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But would also like Pin scream as well. Metal, yeah. <laughs> um, and when I met them, they were talking about how like because they, they they want cleans, which I told them I was like I'm not doing cleans, and they're like that's fine because the drummer is classically trained in cleans, so he would be doing all the cleans, and then I would only do screaming. Um, that's pretty you. badass. You like thing. that you've never been in a band but you are trained as a vocalist, but yet you had the balls to go. I'm not doing that. Oh, and, they yeah, were, I, and they were like, oh, okay, no, we've already got that covered. So don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I, I don't think I like, I'm not a very good guitarist. So I don't think if someone was like, come play with me, I'd be like, I, and they'd be like, can you do this? I'm like, I'll, I'll figure it out. Like, I don't know if I could yeah, like, have yeah. that confidence. Be like, I'm not doing that. I get panicky. Cause I don't know theory. So sometimes people are like, all right, we'll do this in the key of G. And I'm like, uh huh. You're like, okay. I don't know that. I'm right. sorry. Hey, hey, you're right. And you're like, can somebody like mm-hmm. just show me the structure okay. and I'll memorize mm-hmm. it? But <laughs> what's a G? Um, well, I know like chord. Yeah. I can figure oh that out, but I don't know how to like if you're like, this song is in the key of A, and then like <laughs> but like let's this time let's play it in the key of G, because all that is is transitioning it like down a step or whatever. Right. And so like I couldn't do that. <laughs> So you just play it off. You're like, so drummers are idiots. And well, no, so let's just, explain it for the drummer because no, the drummer doesn't know what is a key of G. And then when they tell you, you're like, okay, uh, thanks for telling the drummer yeah, that what the key of G is. You. And then no, you start writing. It's never really been a thing because all my band stuff has been like bands I put together and none of us have been like that theory knowledgeable. Right. Kind of just like write something and show each other and go off of it. So there's just been a few times, especially when I was a lot younger and getting into music that I worked, like would hang out with some older musicians and they'd do something like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they'd like explain it simply for somebody that knew theory at all. And I had no knowledge. Right. I was like, I've learned tabs. That's all I know. <laughs> and so then I was just like, 
trying to <laughs> fucking figure it out by watching the bass player's hand. <laughs> That's was, pretty Honestly, for those of you who can't see what's going on, <laughs> Liam made the motions like he was conducting a symphony of like gay fairies because he was just <laughs> strumming with my right hand, putting yeah. his fingers around. And I was doing that with my left hand while I was strumming with my right hand. <laughs> yes. So he was, yes. So it was the gay fairies conducting with the left hand and then you were playing with your penis with yes, the right hand. Exactly. That's what exactly. it looked like. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It was, it's very So when is this audition? Can you at least say that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this next Wednesday, so not the one coming up. But okay, yeah, I, th- I think he gets to gonna... travel to them, or are they like local? Are they they're Northern local. Colorado. Oh, uh, nice. Actually, so this is another fucking weird, uh, small world moment. But um, this is like about a year ago, maybe a, a little less. But I was like over. This is like when I had my last tattoo session, okay. and my tattoo artist was showing me the house that he was planning on buying in Loveland. Oh, cool! So he just moved here, and. We're going through the pictures that were up and there's a fucking drum kit in the basement and we like see the name of the band and we're trying to figure out what it says because it's metal. So we're like, what the fuck does that say? And we're like trying to read it, trying to read it. Eventually we figure it out and we're like, okay, like that's cool or whatever. And then, yeah, I kind of forgot about it or whatnot. Turns out that's the fucking band I'm auditioning for. That's so funny. my tattoo artist bought their old house. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, did we ever tell you about... Okay, I'm sure I didn't tell you about it. So um, when we had our first band, there was a kid named Ryan that ended up being our drummer. Mm-hmm. And we became good. My my family became good friends with his family at the time. And um, because Chris and I lived in Erie and like they were hanging out with us all the time, they ended up moving to Erie. A little before that, Isaac had moved out of his house and Ryan's family moved into the house that Isaac just moved out of. That's fucking weird. And so weird. then, like Isaac, like came over to visit. He's like, "I lived here, like, <laughs> like this is." And then he like walked up into like he like this was my room. I carved my name right here. And it's just like <laughs> pointing out all this weird ass fucking shit. And it was so strange. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. That's fucking super funny. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of this before, but like, um, like I know a guy that um, uh, I had an English class with him. And we had to do a, we did a final project together and we did like a documentary was what Mm -hmm. we did. And it was the, 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 um, uh, the name of it was, um, uh, does heavy metal music, uh, like make people violent. Mm -hmm. So we were using like clips from like Columbine and stuff like that. And and the argument we were making was that it doesn't, Mm -hmm. but like, um, he's in a local, um, I don't know what kind of metal band, but a metal band because they're called We Are William. Mm-hmm. And um, they're actually probably music that you would really like because I've heard them. I'm like, oh, those guitarists are great. But the singer, I'm like, whoo, I can't listen. To, I can't hear anything he's saying. I can't understand what's going on. And then I'm like, oh, that means that Kirk would like it. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. They, um, they, they basically like, so the drummer is originally a tech death drummer like he that was his style was technical death metal okay but he's slow he said he slowed down a lot for this project that they're doing um and i listened to it and uh, all the stuff they sent um and yeah it's kind of like melodic death metal sort of um it was kind of weird because they were like this isn't we're not necessarily like tied to the the direction and like as far as the old vocalist goes we're not at all like you know, necessarily saying we want this or that or whatever. Like he's like, you, you like you can you you can have like full reign over that pretty much. Um, 
but they do want to still incorporate cleans, which is what the drummer would do since he's classically trained. But they said specifically at the show, they were like, yeah, we want it to like still have like that beautiful like sound, but we, we want it wet and sloppy in some areas. And I was like, I can do that. That's for sure. I can get you wet and sloppy. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to go it's and do that. So yeah, I was like, are we <laughs> talking about the band? Or like- yeah. Oh, they can make it wet and sloppy. Oh, dear. But yeah, so I don't know. I've, I'm, the, the, he asked if I could, if I uh, would mind like trying to write some lyrics or whatnot. And like out of anything vocally like related, lyrics are like the hardest thing for I me. I can't. Dude, they're so fucked. But he did say that they like all of them would be willing to like help out and shit and like whatnot. Okay. The more you so, do it, the yeah, better you'll I get. Can, yeah. I can write lyrics like a madman, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a good singer. I, Dude, so. it's I yeah, it's weird. I like I just I don't know. But once he said they'll send me music that they don't have any vocals for or anything, and I can just take it from there. So, Although I don't think I could write well for. I guess it depends on what kind of lyrical content they would want. Because yeah. if it's all like Cannibal Corpse kind of shit and just like death, destruction, killing babies, whatever, <laughs> like that I would probably struggle with. But like just writing about concepts in general, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I can do that. I asked if they had but, like a theme that they wanted and they're like, nope. I was like, okay, fair enough. Right on. I would try like helping when like a word was needed or like a phrase, but like I could never, ever like it's just weird it's like yeah it's like what do i want to fucking portray well i can't even like like, that's the hard well it's not even that i can't even do poetry in school i had to have friends like do my poetry stuff i can't can't do poetry either and like obviously it was fucking like stories but i can't do that yeah it was like high school class so like whatever but like poetry like that in my english class that was always my highest like grade my section because i'm like when it came to poetry, like the thing they were looking for was using like onomatopoeia and like alliteration and stuff like that, which I've always been like really good at being able to incorporate that type of stuff. It's just like the content itself. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where I feel like it's super easy to go over the line of like something being like interesting or cool or whatever the fuck to like cringy you know what i mean yeah especially with lyrics and like i know we had that whole fucking conversation about lyrics last time like you know yeah see i was always the guy in high school that my friends would come to me and go i don't know what to say to my girlfriend write something and i'd like write them a poem and i'd be like there you go like that was always like my job i would never do that (laughs) but not for someone never go to someone for that yeah like they, yeah, they, they would just be like i i, I want to say something nice because because they would write them something and they'd be like i can't yeah. I, I don't never, I don't i don't know how to reciprocate so stuff like that i've never understood because then there's an expectation yeah yeah like in the future and like so you're I'm, like they do this kind of bullshit in movies where somebody will pretend something so the girl will go out with them or something and i'm like i've never understood like why that's ever a concept because then you just have to like at what point do you not have to do that it would make sense to me. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, no, I got I got plenty of dates and plenty of girls' numbers from drawing them a picture, but yet I was never asked to draw a picture for them again. So interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So maybe that works with some things and maybe it's not an expectation. Well, let's I don't say know. okay, so say like <laughs> say you drew a picture for a guy to give to his girlfriend or whatever, right. and they say it's for them. And then later he draws a picture and he's a shitty as fuck artist. Right. That's noticeable. Well, no, so like <laughs> Um, like they would write them that like I would write something for them and then they would give it to their girlfriend and they would go, he wrote it, but I felt it. 
And they're oh, like, so they give you the credit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's so, different. That's different then. Okay. I thought they just like they took were pulling it, it off as their own, but they were like, I don't know what I'm doing. Or they would bring me something, and I would go, Oh, well, this word rhymes with this word. Like, do this, do that, do this, do that. That okay. That's way different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if I ever drew a picture for a girl, um, to like get her attention or something, I they would like they would ask me again later, but never like. Yeah. No. Never when I was in a relationship did someone be like, Oh, well. Yeah. Like with Heidi, I think it was um four years ago. I don't know. Um as a surprise, um, I drew her as a comic book character. And um she never asked me to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> she loves it and she has it framed in her house, but she never once was like, draw the dog or draw my son or like whatever. Like it's yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. I get you. I was more just saying, like, I just feel like at some point that can be revealed and it's just something that doesn't need to be. Are you going to write a song for your fiance to play at the wedding? Uh, like something that's just guitar? Like, I, I don't really write like that, I guess. Something. Uh, I've never written a song for anyone or anything like that. It's just not the kind of. This could be the first. It could, but I don't know. I, it's also like what I've always written is never <laughs> anything of that. What in one song once that was kind like of like it wouldn't lovely. have to be anything rocky, but it could be something. But that's you know, what I'm saying. Like, like kind, that's what I kind always of like write. An always with me, always with you, kind of a vibe. Yeah, it gets hard though because then like I want backing stuff, and then like I have to like have a whole concept, and I have to have other. You got to August. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, I just it's I see cool people concept. do that a lot, like for their weddings. I, I also they... kind of find it a little cringy when yeah. people do that. So. Yeah, yeah, like my sister did that at her wedding where she was like. I was in choir, so I'm going to sing for you, my husband. This is how much I love you. And she <laughs> sang, how- and she sang someone else's song. And I'm like, so your gift to him was fucking karaoke. Like, yeah, that was your gift to him but was we, karaoke. My sister, he was like, <laughs> like crying yeah, the whole yeah. time. And I was like, all right. At my sister's first wedding, um, me and a couple of friends performed some like acoustic song, like two acoustic songs, but one was like for me and my sister at the time, like yeah, where we were at the time. And then the other one was one for them or something that they asked for. I don't remember. Right. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like a really weird moment, I guess, like to in that for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so like for Kirk, it would be like, like your gift to Jay would be like, okay, sit on the speaker, <laughs> turn the bass all the way up. And, and then Kirk would just be like, boom. <laughs> She'd be like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Be you awesome. can activate your false chords very well. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, and then, yeah. Then, you know, your your gift is like speaker orgasms or whatever. I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what Howard Stern did. What? Really? You never, like, did you guys ever? I don't know a lot about yeah, Howard so when Stern. Howard, when I just Howard's, know that he's kind of a crazy. If you ever, if you ever watch the movie Private Parts, I know that's, yeah, that's is, about his life. But when he was younger and first on radio, he would get women that would call him up and they're like, I really want to have sex with you. And he's like, well, I can't. I'm married. And he's like, okay, then do this. Put your speaker on the floor, sit on it. And then he would do this on live radio. And he'd be like, now turn the volume all the way up, turn the treble all the way down, turn the bass all the way up. And he would just go, and you would hear the girl like moaning over the radio and then she would like have an orgasm and scream Howard 
<laughs> so he would do shit like that. Um, and, these, and these are like true stories. This is, that's, this is some of the shit that made him famous was because some of the crazy shit he did on the radio. I'm just more surprised that awesome. a woman was like, okay. On live yeah, radio. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah, it's, it's funny. So fucking that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I was like, yeah. wow, this is pretty creative. And he's like, all right, we're gonna have sex together right now. I mean, you and me. Here like, we go. It's like yeah, to yeah. me, it's stupid funny. Like, yeah, like it's funny because it's so stupid. <laughs> like that's just where I'm at. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd I try it. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, on, I'd be the one that's on the end of the microphone. So it's like, a, you know, yeah, there's no there's a, yeah there's a, exactly. I would be like, I'm a taint. Like, with my, with my luck, I would have some sort of problem where, like, my girlfriend be like, okay, sit on this speaker, and then blah blah blah, and then I'd be like, oh, my nuts are caught, my nuts are caught. Like something would be something, something terrible would go wrong. I'd tear my sack or something like Jesus. that. Like it would just be something terrible because I'm just a clumsy Ugh. dick. Ugh. Sounds awful. So, uh, not next podcast. So, I guess how soon will they let you know? Are they going to let you know? Like, you think like the next day? How soon did you let drummers know? Like, pretty quick, right? When you were trying to drop drummers? Yeah. I mean, like maybe that same night. The first guy that we didn't like recently, uh, Coco got back to him like a couple days later or the next day. Um, but was it, you, if if it's a good, if they we like it, it's pretty immediate. Was it very generic where she was like, thank you for auditioning no, for was, the hollow heart. No, the thing of, we no, have decided no, to move the in, a, in a different direction. And no, oh, with this, the last, so this was for like whatever we were just starting recently, not the hollow hearted. Right. Um, that was the guy that talked too much. Right. Mm-hmm. But he was really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I couldn't work with him. I could tell like, it was just rough. Um, so, it was more like worded that like he needs to keep looking. He needs to find the group that's right for him because we believe he will find one. It's just not us. It was right. more what it was. Cause like he did have like a certain kind of vibe that would work with certain people. It just wasn't what was going to work okay. for us. Yeah. I just didn't know if yeah. she was nice about it. She it was, was generic yeah, we or nice she was like, it. I've never taken singing lessons, but you should take drumming lessons. Usually, You're not good enough for a band. <laughs> Usually what would happen is I would communicate with the person wanting to try out and set everything up and like, be the like person like going through the tryout with them and like teaching them the songs. Yeah. And then if it was a no Coco would usually send them the text because like, I'm not good at doing that. <laughs> but she fair. was able to like word it well enough. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's even harder to get kicked out of a band when you're close with everybody. Oh yeah. We had to, That's uh, super hard. we kicked out our first drummer in the hollow hearted cause he just wasn't excelling where we wanted him to. And, uh, it happened so it happened like this because uh we were offered the were you show. guys close with him though coco like good was. friends coco was i yeah. i didn't hate the guy some my my family's not super fam- fond of him but i didn't hate him he was just a lot sometimes to deal with but he was a nice guy overall but we got, were offered to open up for lita ford in grand junction yeah and we were stoked until we found out that he had punched a brick wall and broke his hand Hmm. So we were like, at least I was like, why did you punch a brick wall? Like, because I was angry. (laughs) It was. I got mad. It was the excuse, and I'm like, I don't care how angry you are. That's the dumbest fucking. But especially yeah, if you're a drummer, not even it doesn't matter if you're a drummer. 
why you're just gonna well, break I'm your just, hands uh, i mean i get it's dumb from the beginning but like people especially do that in when rage fits and they think that they're gonna they, they sometimes they think they'll hurt their hand but they don't think like oh i might break my break hand wall. they just punch yeah. something i used to do that when i was younger before i had uh, like like martial arts is anger it, management yeah, it's just I like yeah it's just who you are because who i sound so fucking southern right there it's, who it's you just are. who you are who you are it's who you are because uh <laughs> oh. But because I would never ever do that. But anyway, so at that point, we were like, "Well, this is like the biggest gig we've ever been offered." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, living with Isaac at the time, and I was like, "Hey, would you do this for us?" And he was like, "I guess." <laughs> and so the other drummer, he was like, "Well, let me try like seeing how I can do it with one hand." And I'm like, "It's not gonna work, but okay, we'll let you try." And so we gave him like a week to figure it out and it did not work at all. Right. So he was then, like, they'll put the cast and I'll just take the drumstick and put it in there like that. <laughs> and then I'll just do this. Well, the thing is like Travis Barker did it, but this guy is no fucking Travis Barker yeah. like, at all. Right. Um, so else. Isaac came in and pretty immediately he was better than Nate in general, like at what he could do, his like creativity, like I would want something, somebody else would want something different and he would combine it. Mm-hmm. And then we would make be like perfect. So right then it initiated a thing where like we wanted to do more with our drums, but this guy wasn't that capable of it. So we gave him time to try building on it, like specifically his double kick. And he just never got there. And it was never the kind of drummer he specifically wanted to be anyway. And so it became a thing where it was like, guys, like friendship and also like the band though like we want the band to do the best that we can right we want to make the music we want to make so i was very pushy on that aspect and people were really uncomfortable with me about it but i was like this is this is the better go we'll make better music and so like a lot of the other members really had a hard time doing it so we had to have a big like group meeting about it and i was trying to like kind of be like all right like lead it all and like they thought it was like really bad because i was like so upbeat kind of about it but i wasn't trying just to be like upbeat. Stuff. i was just everybody was quiet so i was trying to like push the fucking thing along because nobody was saying anything yeah <laughs> it was, like, super right. uncomfortable but yeah so he uh then he left and then isaac came in but it was a super uncomfortable situation like being like you're just not good enough Right. <laughs> i mean well, especially because he'd been in the band for like a year and a half or two at that point right so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's understandable for sure. Well, and here pretty soon, Kirk will have his opportunity to get kicked out of the band yeah, or true. kick someone else out of the same band. It's or awkward. Probably not something that, like that. I got kicked out of the same band twice. <laughs> the same band twice. Uh, yeah. Well, at least funny. you can go back a third time, right? Uh, yeah, I kind of did. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's because all of these guys were my, they were all my closest friends. Yeah, and happens. one of them was that guy, Derek, that lives in. Yeah. yeah. The first time they kicked me out was because um, I went to a Rockies game with my girlfriend, with at that time was my daughter's mom. And, um, and I went to something else. And so I canceled band practice and I couldn't go. And our first gig was coming up that we were playing live and they were afraid that I was going to fuck it up. And because I didn't get enough practices in, even though I knew the material. So they were like, we're just going to kick you out of the band. And at that time, another one of my best friends who was a lead guitarist, he was going to uh, like operas with his girlfriend and like canceling and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But because he was seen as a much higher grade guitar player, they're like, he'll, he'll catch up. It'll be no big deal. So they kicked me out. 
And then I didn't talk to them for fucking weeks because I was so pissed. And then they got another guitarist and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but he couldn't play some of the rhythms that I was playing probably because he really, really sucked. Like I kind of sucked, but he really, really sucked. When was this? I was... 20 21 because okay. yeah. before, yeah, my, daughter, before, my, like, before my daughter was before my daughter was a born. lot of really mediocre people yeah and so i was i was like 21 i think and then they asked me to come back and i came back and then they kicked me out when they found out my daughter was on the way they're like you can't tour you can't do anything <laughs> because you're having a kid and i was like that's my choice that's not your choice that's my choice like and even my daughter's mom was there at the time and she was like i would have watched our kid what are you guys planning a world tour yeah, coming like, up soon like yeah, go fuck yourselves that not, kind of thing but. and uh so then and then they asked me to come back a third time and i was still really liking playing music so i was like i went back a third time and then that time i didn't get kicked out they just kind of all Dispersed, disbanded and went off yeah. into their own things and i was like oh, okay well that's over <laughs> and then yeah. that was it yeah. But yeah so i yeah i was managed to get kicked out of the same band twice yeah that sucks yeah ours were we didn't really have a lot of kicking people out. We had a lot of quits and a lot of saying no. That's the awkward thing is like you'd run into people that were like really excited and you'd try them out and you'd be like, this is not going well. Yeah. And you have to like put on a smile the whole time. Thank you, but no, like thank you. Make it feel like worth it to them. And it was just. You get a free sticker. Uh, you, yeah. you, you, you want a band sticker? sticker? There was some really rough ones. What'd you guys <laughs> change your band name to now? We don't have a band. Because Coco disappeared and the drummer quit. What? You've never mentioned this once. I didn't know the thing about... Or wait, I I didn't realize that was still a thing. I know, obviously, the drummer yeah, quit. Yeah, you've never but. mentioned this a single time. I even told my girlfriend last night, she was like, at some point, I want to meet your friends, and can we do a double date? And I was like, well, Monday nights aren't going to work because... Liam has band practice on Monday nights. I've definitely told you before that our drummer quit. I remember a specific time. No. I remember telling you when you were no. doing sauce one time. No. I definitely told you. Never told me that drummer quit. You never told me that Coco just fucking disappeared. So this is what happened. The last time you and I had a conversation about it was when you got the drummer that you like now. We don't have a drummer. Right. Yeah, I know yeah, now yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, have yeah, a drummer. Yeah. But before you had a drummer that you liked and you so were going to band practice. I remember telling you this. But um, so in late September, we tried out that drummer and we, he joined and we had to rush in a tryout because Coco was leaving to go to Alaska for the month of October. So we tried him out and went great. We took him in as our drummer and we're like, cool, we're going to teach you all the material. Coco will get back and then we'll move forward. Right. November rolls around and she's not back. And we're like, okay, like we just go to practice. We haven't heard from her. And we're like, is she going to show up? She doesn't show up. So we just keep moving on the next practice. We're like texting, trying to text her. She's never been very good about responding to text messages. It's one of the things that's just driven me insane right. forever. And she wasn't responding. And so we are at practice and then she ended up texting us and said, Hey, obviously I'm not going to be there. I'm still not back. I'll pitch for this practice, blah, blah, blah. And then, Oh yeah. Cause you guys are paying for a practice space. Practice yeah, space. yeah. And it wasn't a big deal. Um, but also at the same time, she was also singing for another band. Uh, our old bass player had a new band he was starting. Right. And she was doing that project. So he was like hitting me up like, but I haven't heard anything. Have you heard anything? I was like, no, I haven't heard anything. Um, so then we responded to her. She never responded back. Weeks were going by. We were practicing with the drummer. And at some point the drummer just, no, then, then I end up hitting up her boyfriend and he said that like she's still out there just trying to like figure out her life essentially it's like okay and then what, why did she go out there in the first place 
Uh, she was just going through things and her uncle lived out there and she likes it out there. So she was going to like, just try and like, so she left her boyfriend too and just like went out there. Like, so that's why I hit him. Well, up. I mean, but I mean, she's not back yet, obviously. Well, right? well so that, I haven't talked to him specific, like since, but I asked him and he said that she's just out there figuring out her stuff. And I was like, okay. Um, and I let it be. And then I hit up our band and let them know or what was going on. And then that's when the drummer just responded and said, he's just like, not about her. But he just didn't think it was what he wanted to do. But I'm sure part of it was probably because, like, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And so then he left. And then so it was just Irving and I. And so we were kind of like, so what do we do? And at the time, we we're like, well, we still haven't heard from Coco. So I guess it'll just wait till, like, the new year. And we still never heard anything from her. As f- I looked on Facebook, and I think her boyfriend might have went and visited her. But I haven't hit him up again, but I'm kind of like, I don't know at this point. So <laughs> at this point, it's just being disrespectful. Like she should have gotten a hold of some of you guys at some point yeah. and just been like, hey, guys, I know I'm still out here. If you need I'm trying not understand. to like say a whole lot because we're on air. But yeah, right. I have feelings for sure. Just like let him out. I mean, I've said to people, <laughs> I've just said to people, all I just need, all I needed was a text message. That's all I needed. And then, yeah, then I just, cool. just mutual but, respect. That's yeah, all. that's it. It's just like, I understand you're going through things. Just let me know. Like if you're coming back or not, like just I'm staying in Alaska like that. I live here. Okay. Good right. To know. That's all I we need. know. And that, that's really all my feelings are about it, is I would just like to know what the fuck's happening. So the bright side of this is now you get to get a better singer. <laughs> well, I have to find a whole fucking band if I want at that point. Well, well yeah, but you've still- got Irving. Yeah. And you've got the bassist still, right? Well, he, if no, you he guys never can... had the bassist. Okay. Okay. So it's just me and Irving. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, still, I guess that's better than well, nothing. Well, the thing, also, and, like, well, but no, but you've got Isaac moving back here one day. Yeah, I've talked to him about that, and he doesn't want to like jump into music. Like he's down just like write and stuff like that. But he, I don't know if he wants to do like a band like playing shows and whatnot. So he spent some. all that money on a drum set. More, well, I'm, more for his own hobby, not back, really to... I am going to insist and push more that I believe he should be a studio drummer, uh, like a hired drummer. People should have oh, 100%. He would make so much money. Right. He could do it so well. People would... And he, he could use their bathroom for 45 minutes. He could. Like, while could. While they're recording the guitar, he'll just go <laughs> take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> they could but, pay him in dominoes no, he really, and he'd be all, he, he'd think he all right. He really is that fucking good that he could just like... Go uh, and people will be like, here's my songs. And he'll be like, all right, give me like a couple of weeks and I'll write some drums to this. And then right. just boom. Or he could just be like a live drummer for somebody. That like, sounds like commitment. Though. Have you, have you ever watched, but like as somebody that would love to have that kind of job, it's so hard to watch him not take the opportunity. Yeah. I'm like, Bro, you could live my dream. <laughs> um, have you ever, have you seen like Fiverr before? Or websites similar to that. Um, it, it's kind of like what Liam was talking about, but no. it's it's literally for like anything. Like it can be like art, music, whatever, even like lessons, whatever it like is. Like to sell stuff? Uh, no, no. Like, like I don't know what I was talking about that you're talking about. Like being like a studio drummer, like you can, oh. like you can, you can upload your services to Fiverr, and then people can pay for it. And there's like different tiers. So, like for example, if someone's like hey, I need a video game na- made, but like I need these, I need you to hit these things. And then you can hire someone who's like, I'm a game developer and they'll make it. But you can do it with literally anything. It could be art, oh, cool. music, whatever. The thing about that too, with like a, like a different aspect with like uh, the drummer thing 
is like you don't realize it till you're part of it, but the music scene is really small. Mm-hmm. So like Dude. once you like know people like a person, you le- start meeting people within really quickly. And so like all you have to do is like work for one studio as like a kick ass drummer. Like for and then like that producer is gonna tell somebody else like, hey, if you need a drummer, there's this guy. Like yeah. it's gonna spread really quickly. But the thing about Fiverr is there's a bunch of YouTube videos that are fucking really good that like sometimes I'll watch where it'll be like, um, I need a beat for this rap that I'm doing or something, and then they'll pay the different tiers. So they'll be like, I hired someone at ten dollars, I hired someone at fifty dollars, I hired someone at a hundred dollars, and I hired someone at five hundred dollars. Let's see, like what the difference is between all these people and then they'll go through and like listen to all the shit they made and right. they'll be like well this guy sucks like this is not worth the money <laughs> yeah, they'll yeah. be like this dude's really good but i don't know if i would spend a hundred dollars good you yeah. know and they'll go through and like i've seen videos of people doing the same thing with video game design they'll be like i need a side scroller with a health mechanic like this this and this and then they'll hire someone for ten dollars twenty dollars forty dollars and then they'll go through and play the games that they made and they'll be oh, like yeah okay anyway it's super interesting but yeah no it's super easy to do if you just go onto fiverr and you like become a whatever the fuck it's called you can be like you know for me i could even be like i'm a screamer if you need mm-hmm. like vocals for your song or whatever like and then i just be like it's 20 bucks and i'll that's so cheap do this <laughs> I, yeah i'm just saying i'm, I'm just, just saying, saying that you could, like you could have me scream on your record for 20 dollars they'd be like done yeah <laughs> well i meant for like a song or yeah, something yeah, I know. But, but yeah yeah no it's it's pretty interesting but it's super easy to do and yeah like drummers are on there fucking like people like djs like one specifically making beats for raps or you know mm-hmm. just just stuff like it. it's it's easy That's to cool. do but, but with that that doesn't mean i'm not going to try and get isaac to do stuff because like when we because lately like at toward the end of things isaac and i were writing things together i thought we were writing some pretty fun stuff that he was enjoying more because his issue when he joined our band was that he was taking up songs that were already written and he'd already heard the drums so he already knew kind of what they were so he had a hard time adjusting it to more him like making it heavier and whatnot because once you hear it it's like kind of there yeah um and he didn't he was also really nervous about it going too hard but we kept being like go harder like, please make it more. <laughs> but he didn't want to, like, do too much. But then when we started writing stuff, like, he was having more fun. So um, there's a couple, like, that newer song, Tech Deck, I wrote. Mm-hmm. Like, he thinks it's pretty cool. So I'm hoping to work on that with him when he gets out here in, like, five months. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely, yeah, he needs to be doing fucking yeah. more drum shit. He's really fucking but good. But Irving's doing a uh, Guns N' Roses cover band now as well. Of course he is. Please tell me he got himself a top hat. He did. <laughs> uh, uh, he told us like right before the whole thing fell apart. He was like, if they, got sure a really, if they got a good enough singer, that would be yeah, fun. I like I would, yet, I yeah. would pay to go see a Guns N' Roses cover yeah. band just because he looks enough like Slash yeah, already right? that it would just be funny. Yeah. Well, I, I, hopefully they do a good job. I haven't, like I said, I haven't seen them. Like they're, I think they're planning to start doing shows in the next couple months. Um, but he says they're called Sweet Child. Nice. <laughs> but their Fair. logo is a like kid or baby axle with sunglasses. And he's either on, I hope it's a big wheel. It's either on a big wheel or just a, a bike. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's their logo and Sweet Child. I'm like, that's pretty good. I like it. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he just told us about him. Uh, or I mean, like, the other day we saw him when we went to see Batman, he came up here and he was telling us about it and stuff. So I'm excited to see how it is. <laughs> um, I'm excited for him too. The band that you're auditioning for, are they on Spotify? Um, like, can I'll, we, can we, can we hear their stuff? 
Uh, I'll I'll have to double check. I mean, like, y'all tell us who they are, like, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just mean, like, I'll double check because I mean, I think he said they already have like a couple albums out and they have like a music video out and shit. So, I they might be on Spotify. I'm not too sure, but uh, I'll I'll have to double check on um, that. How are you feeling about it? I mean, like I I told him, like, because we've been communicating like constantly, like going back to your thing, like if I were to if it were to not work out, like I'd imagine I'd probably find out super quick. Like he seems like that type of guy um, to just be like on it. But um, I told him right from the start, I was like, this is a much different like style than I'm used to. Um, But I'm still obviously willing to fucking give it a go. Because. I mean, it's just intriguing no matter what <laughs> to actually like do something, you know? So mm. I don't know. I'm pretty excited. Nice. But yeah. Well, That's how do you c- feel about like the concept of like playing shows and like, cause the, the thing about this is if you are the screamer and then the drummers are in the cleans, you're the front man. Yeah. You got that job. I mean, That's the job. Like our singer struggled with that job because she got too nervous about it see and that's why i wish i had a good singing voice because i love the whole other aspect of it of being like let's go and like trying to get people like moving and stuff actually you know what you could do though like for real just be a hype man dude so many bands put me on fiverr yeah i'll be your hype man maybe 20 bucks a gig and i'll just get there and be like why aren't you fucking singing let's go and just start like getting people moving we have to do this thing that like our singer hated doing and be like but we do it is Everybody take a step forward because if you're like not playing when you're a small band, you're not playing to a lot of people. Right. So like they disperse and there's just like feels like you're playing to an empty room. So we try and get them to take a step closer. So at least felt like there was something going on and sometimes it would work and then sometimes it wouldn't work and she would fucking hate it. Like after the show, she'd feel terrible. And I was like, I mean, yeah. you can only control them so much. Like if they're not going to. It's just like bombing, I guess, as a comedian where you yeah. try something and it doesn't work. And then you're like, Ugh. but it is, does suck when you're like, they're up there trying and like everybody's dispersed and like them doing that, not being together affects them too. It makes it feel like it's not as much of a thing. Right. So when they do come together, it tends to help the whole show's vibe. But when they don't, it sucks. How's your showmanship? Oh, I'm really bad at looking up. I'll, I'll move around. I usually try. I had a wireless setup, so I'd like move around and jump around, but I'm really bad at looking away from my neck. I'm not good at making eye contact with the audience. Interesting. What about like Irving and Irving's great. Is he really good? Uh, Lloyd was not very good about it. Like he always wanted to be, I think he just had this nerve when he got on stage and he could never really believe like, like, but he had this great thing he could do and he would never do it. And I, I swear it would have been the best fucking thing for him to do on stage. (laughs) He can like, play the drums with his eyebrows <laughs> dude that's fucking awesome <laughs> so like he'll be there at practice and look at me and like like something like that <laughs> and i'm like dude you need to find one fucking person in the audience and just stare at them just and just, just do connect it. he's like and no do that. he's like no i'm like no it's amazing people would dude. love it and he would never did it and i was uh, even, if so people, even if people got weirded out they're still There's gonna walk no away reason. from that and exactly. go that guy was so fun like it's but still gonna spread like, word but he didn't do yeah. it weird it's still like free press oh yeah like they were like into the, the music. He's like, bah, bah. it was so fucking funny, and I was always Dude, like, why don't awesome. you do it, please? He's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'll never ever stop thinking about that shit. But yeah, um, he was always like, it was funny because like whenever we had a good show though, like he's always like such a chill guy. But we'd have a good show and he'd come off and be like, so excited, he'd be so pumped up, he's like, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so like, since you're gonna be a that. front man, please, please, please do me a favor. And when you start playing live, 
I want you to get up there and be like, hello and welcome. <laughs> and just like be and just be nice and like, like okay, hello. well, we're just going to do a little reset here. And then, also, and then just be like, brr. And then just we'll start reset. Yeah, just get it. Do a reset. falls over or yeah, something. Yeah, so people can be like, oh, shit. And they're like, yeah. oh, he's screaming. Like, yeah, yeah you, you need to get up there hilarious. and just be like, hey, hello. And welcome, like just to, like every time. Make it your thing. thing. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming uh, to our show. Should just be my thing. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. That would be hilarious. And then I have all that camera equipment. So then we gotta start True. making funny Dude, videos like Arkspire does. Legit. Yes. Yeah, we do. I want to make that movie. <laughs> oh, which movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So um, uh, I was telling Liam we we got into some conversation about like filmmaking, and I was like, mm. I haven't made anything in a really long time, and it's kind of shitty because I look, I have so much money worth of equipment, and it just sits. Uh, yeah. Like I look at my green screens and all the other shit, and I'm like, I fucking like I spent all this money and I don't use it. Um, but that's because most of my stunt team like disbanded. Like I have two or three of them left. If I called them up and I was like, Hey, we're filming this weekend, they'll show up and mm-hmm. they'll let me direct them. But like, um. And he and I told him, I said, we almost and he was like, you should just try to maybe make something that isn't like action related or like fight scenes or whatever. And I said, we 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 have this script that uh, someone else wrote for us that he wanted to see turned into like um, like an episodical. Mm-hmm. And um, it was about um, the story was like just kind of like these like seven people that's like a group of friends. And some of them live in the same house and some of them don't basically like the girlfriends really don't live in the house, but all these guys live in the same house. And there's like one girl I think lives in the house. Mm-hmm. And there's a really, really slow um, uh, zombie apocalypse going on. Like it's not smashing the entire world at once. It's just like weird occurrences happening around certain places. Yeah. yeah. And their roommate, turns into a zombie and they don't know how to handle it. So they like lock him in a room and they start like feeding him neighborhood cats and like <laughs> raw steaks and stuff like that. Because, and the, so most of it was the funny of like the dialogue between the people of like, they don't know what the fuck's going on and like them, like not liking one of their friends. And so they invite him over. So their zombie friend could eat them because they're like, Oh fuck <laughs> it. We don't like them and stuff like that. Um, but awesome. we never actually made it. And so Liam was like, you should make that. And I was like, yeah, but I, I, that is a pretty fucking to, funny I concept. Have to, have to get a bunch of fucking actors and you know, uh, yeah. like there's a lot of planning involved. It sounds so fun though. <laughs> it, but yeah, it sounds fun. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm definitely nervous for sure to fucking, are you, can you do the front man thing? Uh, I mean, I've never are, tried. Can, can you be like outgoing? I mean, I can be like, if there is one thing that sometimes I'm like, I feel like I'm actually okay at, it's like, no matter how I'm feeling, I'm usually able to like set that aside and like do what I need, need to, to be do. doing. Yeah. And then I don't realize I did it until after, you know right. what I mean? It's like a weird different headspace. It's one of the reasons I like working with you, Kirk. Yeah. Cause usually you can just fucking do your job. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you, can you public speak? Have you done that before at least? Um, I mean, kind of not like officially, but I, I don't mean stuff. like in front of like 300 people, but like, you know, speeches yeah. or whatever. I mean, I've done like speeches schools when I was fucking Mormon and shit and like, <laughs> you know, I've done, I actually, I was in speech and debate in high school for a class. So I did like stuff there and presentation. Okay. I like, obviously I get nervous doing that, but like, I don't freak out as much as other people. Like, I feel like I would be much more nervous doing like stand up yeah, as opposed to you have, trying to with scream. Stand up, it's just you. At least like yeah. with a band, there's a group of you. Yeah. You look yeah. at you at that moment. And you have people but, to interact with. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. It's different. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I feel if, if I were to just develop some sort of persona that like fits me as a front man, like whatever it may be, like it, like one of the, one of the 
courses I took, um, the one I sent to you, Liam, um, there is like a whole section of like tips for being like a front man. And they had. Oh, fuck. I'm blanking on exactly who it was that they invited on. Um, but either way, they they had him on and like interviewed him and whatnot and like talking about certain stuff. And I think they talked to a couple other people, too. And they would just talk about how they all kind of just like found their own style. Like like one dude, like he just kind of like slithers around on the stage, like kind of like slowly, like like not creepy, like contortionist kind of slithering. But, you know, he'll like stay low and like just kind of like move like because that's what fits the music and that's what fit him. Sure. Whereas another guy will do this and this and this. Cause that's kind of, you know, so it's just, I guess one of those things yeah, I find like this in my experience playing shows, that stuff is not so much. The hard part is like, cause you kind of just feel a movement to the music for whatever you are. Like yeah, you're yeah. going to feel that it's more like you're trying to inter you're the connection with the audience. So you have to talk to them. You have to get them to respond to you. And yeah. like make you're a big piece of what makes the show actually come to life. And it's really hard to like get that down. Yeah. Like, which, yeah, I could definitely see that being a thing. I feel like you should start weightlifting. Oh, dude. <laughs> so real. you can be like the shirtless guy in jeans or something like that with like all your tattoos and stuff, yeah. like yelling and it's just like all the fucking hair. <laughs> right. Yeah. One of the best examples I have for that is I was at a show. Um, and the second band was sick puppies and the first band went on and the sick puppies. Awesome. I love sick puppies. Well, <laughs> before everything happened, yeah. but, um, I'll bring them up sometime, but, um, <laughs> they were the second band and the first band went on and like the audience sucked. Coco and I went to that show and we were like trying to jump and get the audience doing something, but nobody was feeding at all. And then sick puppies went on and same thing was happening. The, the audience would not fucking respond. And at, at one point, Shim, the singer, just goes like, the p guys, like the people in front are having less fun than the people in the back. I see them moving more like, up in, like, why are you, what are you doing? He's like, he had, he had all of us take our hands and put them on the shoulders of the person in front of us. He's like, I don't give a fuck if you don't know who they are. And he's like, I want you to start jumping. And like, so we played, they played the next song. We jumped to the rhythm. Immediately, the entire show changed. The entire audience was in it having fun the whole yeah. show. And so like, that's always my example. Like that's how a front man is. They have to get people into the show and into the zone. Otherwise it's just miserable for everybody. Right. Yeah. I yeah. hate shows where you just like, when we went saw nothing more, you just stand there and nobody's moving. I'm like, what? This is boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it was, just, yeah, I guess it, and it kind of sucked too. Cause yeah, like as far as nothing more goes, like we've mentioned multiple times, like, Dude, the energy that they put on is like fantastic. So yeah, it's fucking weird when they there's try like so hard. trying so hard. Yeah. And then the people aren't moving like a whole lot. And then fucking Isaac passed out. Who would you, who would you pull from? Who would I, as like far if as you had to pick man? some front men that you know are good at that, who would you pull from? Like if you're trying to create, cause a lot of, yeah. a lot of lead singers and a lot of front men's pull from like, well, all their inspirations and sometimes try mm -hmm. to pull something together. I would say probably like a mix of, I really like Ollie from Archspire. Fantastic as a front man. I know you haven't really like seen. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I haven't seen them live, tech. so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so, but yeah, stay tech. <laughs> but no, like how I said, and I'm not necessarily saying I would do this per se, but like him specifically, like his thing is he only does comedy. Only does comedy. So <laughs> always just a comedy bit in between songs or whatnot. And I'm not saying necessarily I do that. Comedy but is the way, a good thing to incorporate for sure. Yeah, but he, and he definitely like, obviously is pretty good at it at this point and like just always you know running jokes and i'm not necessarily saying i would do that but i just like the way he fucking plays with the crowd to like kind of make them laugh 
but also I kind of like uh, Ben Dewar, which is also who I saw at um, Shadow or uh, Cannibal Corpse with Shadow of Intent, which I get. No, you guys did listen to that album. Yeah, we we only caught like the last song and a half because the fucking line to get in was so long. We left early. I'm pissed about that. But regardless, um, but he just has like your very stereotypical like metal vocalist where it's like I, like I don't know how to explain it, but like he just has like a posture on stage like an aggressive like posture but doesn't really do like a whole lot as far as like crowd engagement or whatnot but like he doesn't really need it because of his fucking vocals are so goddamn gnarly <laughs> but um I, I i would like that kind of mix of like i probably wouldn't do a whole lot but i still do would, I would like to interact with the crowd as well obviously and like fuck around or whatnot make like silly little jokes like that's kind of what i would envision myself as but then again it i guess it just depends until i like actually the, start doing yeah it. the thing to keep in mind is like you want to like have a confidence even when you don't feel confident yeah like when i say like you're asking the, the um, people to move forward to like get closer to the stage you have to like still feel confident when you do that otherwise they're just not going to listen yeah to you. no it's actually hard. i just thought of the perfect front man nathan explosion from metalocalypse <laughs> see I, i've never i know their music but i've never seen them live Dude. or anything like that so I, I wouldn't know you've never watched metalocalypse i've never seen them live like i've i've never like i watched the cartoon parts of it that's what I, i'm talking about like envision him the cartoon character oh okay that's okay i should go well wait a second yeah. <laughs> okay um what about pulling inspirations from bands that aren't metal are you gonna do that too i mean yeah i just I haven't seen a whole lot like a lot of the live bands that I've seen that aren't metal are like so much different like Caravan Palace or like my time with EDM and stuff like that and holy shit EDM is the have you ever, worst when it comes to front men. Yeah, have oh you ever have you ever seen um have you ever seen Clutch? No. Oh man. Sounds kind of familiar. Should I look him up? A, well, <laughs> sure Neil, yeah, Neil, Neil Fallon is probably one of my favorite frontmen like ever. Like they're, okay. they're a great rock band in general, but I've seen them a couple different times with friends. Like I'm not a massive clutch fan, but I have a massive respect for what they do. And he's one of those guys that like, he doesn't scream and yell or anything at the audience, but he's just very fucking commanding. Like he will stand up there yeah. and do lyrics and he'll just like shake mm -hmm. fists and stuff like that. And um, like, like Hamlet hands and stuff like that. Really yeah. simple stuff, but he's just very, very commanding and watching him on stage is really, really fun. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. Same as far thing, as like Ben Dewar, same like, thing with like uh like Maynard James Keenan. Like anytime he does anything live, yeah, it's, um, he's so commanding, and it's weird because he's not even doing anything that's like necessarily commanding. It's just the way he fucking like falls into the music yeah, is the way fucking weird. The way he dances to his own music is really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the kind of frontman I would want to emulate, and then um, like even like I don't know what what of his bands you've seen live, but like um. I've seen Weird Al. That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> no, so you haven't seen Maynard live before? No, I have not yet. No. Oh, see, I wish I would have known to. that because I had an extra ticket for Pussifer and it's a sold out show, but I offered it to Eli because I didn't think that you would want to go. Mm, was this before or after you did it on the podcast? It was literally like two weeks ago. Damn. Like I just got tickets and because my buddy Drew bought a pack of six 
because it okay. was sold out. I would have gone, but Eli's a better choice. But I know that Eli loves yeah, everything yeah. Maynard, um, but except for um, he's only seen Tool, I think, like once. And he's seen Pussifer before. So I was like, I have an extra ticket. And he was like, oh, my God, I have to go. These yeah, guys put on such That's a fine. Show. I mean, I, I would definitely enjoy to see what it would be like and i don't live. know if like i mean the tickets were like 90 bucks so i don't know if you would have wanted to pay that in order to it, see that is another thing too yeah Pussifer, money is like, a little yeah but, but yeah i i've definitely obviously i'm not opposed to like pulling inspiration from like a bunch of other stuff it's just i haven't like personally seen it i feel like we should do a podcast one time nothing more than where we do yeah we do a full round but instead of doing a full round of picking an album, we pick like our favorite front men and then send like maybe five videos or something so like, like that. A bunch of and live then, shit. And then we just talk about the just the front man, like not the band, but just the front man and how they command the audience. Like that might be mm-hmm. a fun subject to do mm-hmm. at one point. That would be interesting. Yeah. Speaking where of where you're not listening to an album, you're just watching live videos of that band. And then you can, you know. Speaking of front man, I watched today the hot ones with Dave Grohl. I haven't watched that one yet. Was it good? I enjoyed the. It's really good. It. It's really, I sat it. and ate my sandwich, and I was at peace with life watching that. <laughs> he made it so nice, and uh, like he didn't break a fucking sweat hardly at all eating those things. Yeah, really? damn. Yeah, he was just like, it's impressive, dumb. dude. It's yeah, impressive. He really likes hot shit. It. So oh, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, like I was like, are they gonna get like worse? And I was like, oh, we're at the end. Oh, okay, <laughs> I, I still one of my all time favorite hot ones though. Fucking Joey Diaz. Holy shit, his is so funny. Yeah, that one. That, that one so was good. pretty good. Um, still one of my favorites. It like the Tom Holland one was pretty. That pretty was awesome. Really we talking good. about Gordon Ramsay. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that one um, was pretty funny. That one was really good. Um, and the Bill Burr one. That one was that one, absolutely yeah. hilarious. I um, just uh, I like Joey Diaz's because like he is fucking drenched like he there is so much sweat on him and like <laughs> the shit he's just saying like i remember the one time like sean evans i forgot what he says but he's like he's like all right man so yeah like we want to get into some more of these stories of you like growing up or whatever he's like joey's just like what do you want to know i've mugged a hooker like he's just <laughs> saying the most there's one part where he like eats one of the wigs and it like it, you know gets the back of his throat and he just fucking like hawks up a lung he's like Ugh. Tremendous. <laughs> Just like there's one moment uh, where Dave like like drools or something. He's like, have a little spit up. <laughs> I, I'll have to watch that one. I honestly didn't it's know it was really, out. It's really good. I really, really enjoyed it. Did he you was, listen to the slash episode of Conan O'Brien no, Needs a have, Friend yet? No, I, I was uh going through all of our music for today, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, we are at an hour five. So yeah. should we, since we've been talking about music almost this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, it's just a music episode. And from playing shows so fucking bad. That's why I started that band thing again, because I wanted to start doing shows and it fell, fucking fell far again. It's always so hard. I always yeah. loved playing shows. It, it was really fun. the but best thing ever. Not to the point where I ever wanted to like pick up a guitar again, but I, I it uh, was fun. It's so fun. I love all of everything about it. I love loading the gear. I hate, okay, I hate the time constraint of setting up the stage. I fucking hate that because they're always like, hurry up. And then you don't get the sound you want because they're like, you have a fucking 10 That's minute. the thing that I keep like, I don't know, freaking out about, I guess, is like the sound the, check. It does affect the vocalist a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's the because like some of the videos I've watched specifically like talking about that, they're always like fucking sound check. Like you, we like, were do talking this, about getting this, our own sound person, specifically our, our friend Holly, to do it for a okay. while because like we were just having... Cause you always just have the person there and they don't really give a fuck. Like, yeah. 
I even, dude, I saw a couple videos where people were like, dude, this might not always work. Tip your sound guy. Sometimes they'll go like oh, a slightly extra mile that. of making sure you're yeah. good. Yeah. I think that the makes band sense. I'm auditioning for has their own sound guy. Though. That, that makes sense. But yeah, uh, that's the only thing I hate, but I love like loading the gear, setting up the stage, like the anticipation of going up and then like, uh, I love all of it. And then I hate the like, I hate the tight rooms or like the tight hallways for loading the stage. Though sometimes that's <laughs> stressful as shit. What, it, dude, this is completely off subject, but that's because I'm trying to pull everything up since we're gonna start talking about. What did you think of that Batman trailer I sent you? Fuck, which one was? It? I know I watched. Oh, it's the, the thing one that you, you were like, me. "What the yeah, fuck?" Yeah, I, I, showed it that one. I watched it with Ali this morning. I was like, it "Jeremy just, just randomly came up on my fucking Facebook," I and I was like, "This so is hilarious." I was like, "What is this? What the fuck's going on?" Like, like his mask comes off. He has a mustache. Like I was just very lost. Right. And I was like, why is there Batman? And like, Kirk, did you watch that video that I put up to of the guy that's trying to teach self-defense? Yeah, with these like yeah, take out your knife, yeah, he's, like, he's, like, yeah, he's like, and then you take out your knife and you kill him. And it just yeah. cuts it off really quick, <laughs> like he fucked up. Uh, yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, I did watch that. It was good. Okay. Uh, all right. Did you like the uh, Magneto thing when how in the eight years Michael Fassbender turned into Ian McKellen? All righty. All right. Who should go um, first? Anything you want to say about the span before yes. we go? So, um. There's still some stuff I'll save for after you guys do your reviews. Um, but the one thing I wanted to say is this band is kind of confusing as far as the members go. So basically they have a studio drummer as well as like a live drummer. I was thinking about sending videos, but I didn't know exactly like, plus it was only a week and I didn't want to like overwhelm, but whatever. Um, then yeah this this band was the second ever metal show i've ever been to Um, and this might play into it but the only band i can think of who maybe could top this guitarist i would say would be like archbire as far as speed goes like i just remember he actually kind of looked like slash i'm not gonna lie when he when i saw him (laughs) like he was wearing a fucking top hat had like the long hair going like um, but I just remember seeing him play some of the shit and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't know someone could play a guitar like that fast. And um, there's been a bunch of controversy as far as this band goes of speeding their music up. Like, I know Jared Dines at one point has had a whole thing about it. Um, but the guitarist himself like went through and debunked all of it and like explained everything. And Jared Dines came out need, and apologized. I need to see that because that was something I was going to bring up on this kind of. Okay. Yeah. Too. I could say it's like an hour it long wasn't video. Specifically speed, but I was going to talk about something. Yeah. Another thing too is, so I've seen them three times. Uh, the first time the, so the, the main kind of person that I'm going to talk about is Lucas Mann. That's the guitarist. That's kind of like the creative drive. Um, the first time I saw him was with him. Then I'm hurt. I, I thought he had gotten kicked out of the band when the uh, Ulta Ula album came out, which is the second one I sent. Um, and so the second time I saw him, it wasn't with him. But then I think he was actually with the band the whole time. He was just ghost producing everything hmm. and like ghost writing everything. Uh, that I'm kind of fuzzy about. I don't really know. Uh, but then the third time I see him when they toured, 
it said rings of Saturn, but specifically with Lucas man. Um, so like, I don't know. It's kind of fucking weird. I don't really know about how all that goes. Um, regardless though. Yeah. I really like this band just because like they sound so different than any other like metal band. Um, but then I'll save the other stuff I have to say after you guys do your, uh, reviews, I guess. Okay. You want to go so. first? You want me to go first? Uh, you can go first. Okay. I struggled a lot. <laughs> um, not specifically just cause it was metal, like or this genre of metal. I, it was mostly just because of, it's interesting because arc spire is so fast, but I struggled with this band just because of their speed, because like, all of it was so much of like that fastness. It, it was hard for me to like really like concentrate on anything and mm-hmm. all of it kind of just mushed together. So a lot of it would be things where like there were moments I really liked, but like yeah. overall, like it would have to find them. Um, So just off the first album, some of the ones that jumped out with parts and them were Lala Zool, mm-hmm. uh, Beckon and the heavens have fallen. Um, I liked those ones with certain parts in them. Um, what kept coming to mind with me on this, and I think I mentioned it to you uh, before in the past as a quote from Joe Satriani, is that like sometimes when you're playing so fast, your audience can't hear you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I kept feeling like they do like the little fast leads. And I, I could never like understand fully what that's it was. Um, so while like it did have a unique sound, I won't, like I see where you're coming from with all that. I just, it was one of those metal bands I had a harder time with than like Arkspire. Like I enjoy listening to Arkspire. Like Irving was over mm. the other day and he like asked like what bands I'm like, well, there's a band called Arkspire and the song is at 350 BPM. <laughs> so I pulled out that one, yeah. but like this one. And I told this to Jeremy too, um, listening to it, like with what you were saying with the, ed- the speeding up, the harmonizing they're doing on those super fast parts are so perfect. I have a hard time believing that it's recorded that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm yeah. not saying they don't do it live, but like it sounds, I was like, I don't know if he's using like a harmonizing effect on his guitar and it just hits it perfectly. Or if they're like doing something, cause it sounds so goddamn perfect that I can't hear any human in it. And that, does yeah. that make sense. Like mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I didn't know Like that's why you said the video. I was like, okay, I need to see that because like, I'm not saying they don't do it, but I think I feel like there's a lot of editing happening to make it the perfect sound. Yeah, which could be like, honestly, I don't know as much of what goes into the guitar playing itself. But like one thing is like, like when they play live, there's only two guitarists and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So what um, the, what it's actually something I thought was funny is that you don't like the harmonizing on Event Sevenfold, but then they do harmonizing here. But they do like harmonizing that purposely hurts. That purposely hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Like there's certain times in like that one that starts with the acoustic and then like it adds another guitar and it's like a harmonizing guitar. Uh-huh. I think it's the Lalas. It might be like the do 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 yeah it like starts out with that and then another one adds in and the harmonies and like i know it's on purpose and they're doing it because it sounds weird but me that stuff i'm like it hurts the wrong note it hurts that's just how i always am but so like i appreciate completely what they're going for but it like literally like gives me like shivers sometimes that's i mean that's that's understandable yeah um so and so they're obviously super talented and whatnot um but then so on the next album the songs that stood out to me uh, were the macrocosm, unhallowed, mm-hmm. and margida. 
Yeah. But um, on your playlist, I really, really like the song Utopia, actually. Yeah, Utopia is one of my favorite instrumentals I've ever awesome heard. awesome because like, that's where, and that's why I wanted to bring up the example again of like when they're playing so fast, sometimes your audience can't hear you. Mm-hmm. And they had parts that were just like them playing and I was like, fuck yes, you guys are fucking awesome where I can just hear what you're doing. And mm-hmm. so I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> so like that's where I like I like hearing what somebody's doing, and mm-hmm. so it, it's impressive. But at a certain point, I stop like caring about the impressiveness aspect because mm-hmm. I want to hear what you can make. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Which is specifically why I made that second playlist because like I I was like I have to show them Utopia. Like that is such a phenomenal like uh, you know instrumental song. Like that's why I made that second one because I was like. Yeah, there's just other things you have to hear. But I, I mean, I can definitely understand where you're coming from as far as the speed. Personally, I'm all about it. I know it. you're all about yeah, the speed. And like but. that's the thing for me is like speed's cool, but I don't it doesn't matter to me at a certain point. Like I want to hear a melody. And that's what yeah. I'm listening to music for is a melody. Yeah. No, I mean it's definitely understandable. And I feel like at least there is a little bit of the balance there to where it's not like just too much speed all the time you know mm-hmm. whatnot then like you said there are like the few moments that you enjoyed um, um vocal wise though i actually did for the most part like i enjoyed like the quality of this vocalist like what he could do so it's interesting because the more i listened to this band and the more i got into vocals i realized that he actually did kind of shape a lot of like my vocal style because like there's a couple parts like in um uh unsympathetic intellect where it has that one like really weird like palm muted breakdown. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, but it's like really slow. But there's a part where he does with his vocals where he like screams and then he does like a little like thing at the end to perfectly stop it. Like mm-hmm. with the drum hitting the like, I don't know, there's just little tricks here and there that he do. Like even though he's not doing crazy fucking like pig squeals or fucking gutturals. I mean, well, he does do a lot of gutturals, but he's not doing like <laughs> crazy techniques like that there's like these small little things that are like in there that really stand out when you're like specifically looking at vocals. Yeah. Like which is kind of nice. I'm glad you enjoyed the vocalist. Cause he's can like be on the, the first thing that came side. in is I was like, Oh, this is all really fast, but I could tell like what he was doing. He was really solid at each, like his highs and his lows. His highs honestly are pretty ear piercing. Like, it took like I liked this band before Jer did, even though Jer knew of this band before I did. Mm-hmm. And Jer didn't like them because of his highs and how like fucking high they I, actually yeah, are. Those are what I prefer. OK, yeah. Jer, Jer did not like that. And I could understand where he was coming from because, yeah, they they were kind of like ear piercing. But the dynamic of the highs with his lows, I don't know. I feel like it does work well. But I am glad you enjoyed. That. I thought you weren't gonna like the vocal style. I mean, style. Like, I mean, I, I don't love it. Yeah, but like, yeah. But to like, to I thought you were gonna is, hate it. No, so. uh, no. I mean, I can respect screaming like I as a technique, and I like it. Mm-hmm. It's just after a while, it stops being anything like I'm listening to. Yeah, yeah, like, that makes sense. It just gets old for me because I can't follow it. I'm not listening for a technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> just not, kind just, of yeah. It's just there. It's there added to the song. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. So. Not for me. I respect where the talent is and whatnot, but I'm also really curious about their production stuff because like when just listening to that harmony stuff, it would make sense to me if they just had a harmony uh, pedal because what it does is it just makes that harmony and I it matches. I think that's how they, I did watch it one video. It just makes the most sense to me to make it that perfect. Cause I, I've seen, I've seen like a couple videos of Lucas Mann specifically like playing guitar and it'll be 
like either specific plugins or pedals that he's using while playing. I just don't know enough okay. of then what that, they're that, actually. That would probably be it. Because that's why I was like, like, I was like, I just can't imagine they lined up two guitars like that like perfect nose, notes that clearly that fast like that perfect like, yeah it's just i was like i can't <laughs> no yeah I, like that that's another thing too is like i've kind of meant to maybe say it um before we did it but obviously we're running out of time last podcast but um yeah that is one thing i like i don't know exactly what's happening with the guitars but it could be yeah a lot of like either like effects. plugins i know a effects. lot of effects oh, and yeah. another thing i did want to say with the guitars with them doing their whole alien sound i really like in the first album specifically they use their whammy bars a lot oh yeah and yeah you get a really lot cool, of that like, yeah wah, 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 and i was like that's really smart because like a lot of people I, i'm sure they have floyd rose guitars which is like the strings can fall off the neck basically okay um i'm sure that a lot a lot of people like do like the big bends and stuff but they're just like doing like the little tap ones <laughs> and like yeah the, the wah, 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 and i was like ah that's a smart yeah that smart works play, yeah good, good i like it but yeah well i'm glad you uh didn't hate it <laughs> and that you kind of enjoyed some of it <laughs> there were parts there were parts yeah. that were fun i could tell they were capable musicians yeah for sure that's that's fair all right my turn did you hate it <laughs> no okay no it was close <laughs> but no i'm kidding <laughs> it was close what's the next word under hate no um strongly so, disliked yeah <laughs> right. right didn't hate right i didn't want to segregate them from everybody else and like give them their own kind of drinking fountains <laughs> or make them sit in the back of the bus but like anyway <laughs> maybe if they did one thing wrong <laughs> jesus uh, <laughs> it's because he got where he got where no. I was going with that joke. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're not racist. <laughs> so, um, I, I'll talk about the the singer first. Um, okay. These lyrics are never my forte. Not mm-hmm. these lyrics. These kind of vocals are never my mm-hmm. forte because it's not usually what I like. Um. So, when it comes to these kind of things. I can usually do a pretty good amount of selective hearing Mm -hmm. and that usually makes it a lot easier for me. I do the same thing when, um, with other vocalists, like I've done the same thing with like miles Kennedy where I'm like, I can't, I can't listen to him. So I'm listening to everything else that's going Mm -hmm. on in the background. Um, so it's the same thing that like Liam kind of already pointed out, like doing this podcast changed my opinion on what I think of these kind of vocalists because I used to think that they were just no talent fucking people that just couldn't hold a note. So they're like, Oh, they're going to screaming because they don't know how to do anything else. Um, which is not the case. Um, like you have to be extremely talented and do a lot of practicing in order to do this kind of stuff. It's not anything that I'm really a fan of, but Mm -hmm. it's still much more respectable than I used to see it like years ago. So when I was listening to these songs, when he would change up and do different screams, there was a high respect there where I was like, okay, that's, that was consistent with the last time I heard him do that scream. Okay. That was consistent again with the last two times I heard him do that scream. So as opposed to like when we were listening to, um, um, Avenged. No. Um, Arcspire. No. Shadows of Intent. No. Lorna Shore. No. Um, <laughs> we're not screaming bands here. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, no, um, um, the the last band that you brought up oh a day to remember a day to remember oh, okay. that okay. was the problem i had with the day to remember was they were screaming and nothing was consistent so at least with 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 this vocalist it was oh you mean like consistent screaming yeah consistent, like they, okay. it all sounds the same when he's trying to plot the same scream in different ways mm-hmm. and different lyrics um 
some of the lyrics I did look up just because mm-hmm. I I don't know what he's saying, so I just looked them up because I'm like I yeah. need to. And some of the some of the like horror sci-fi kind of stuff was like neat. It wasn't all just like cut off your finger, feed it to your child, like blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so, feed it to the aliens. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and said it's feed it to the aliens. So like the album artwork is cool, and like what they do, what the singer does, as far as like writing everything is is fine it's just not the kind of uh, of vocals that i typically enjoy mm-hmm. so it's hard for me because some of these songs of course are a lot longer than others but mm-hmm. um it's hard for me to stay focused same. so i have yeah, i have there. to i have to like selectively kind of tone out but it's hard but it's it, so i listen to these albums with the extra four songs uh four different times because i noticed that there was plenty of times where I didn't even notice that the singer was doing anything anymore. Cause I was paying so much attention to what was going on in the background mm-hmm. because I was just trying to like Same. push him out right there. <laughs> um, because I wanted to have more to say than um, this guy sounds like he's trying to like pick a fly out of his soup with his tongue. Like how the fuck's going on? Because he's just like, so, um, so I had to listen to it each time around. So, um, uh, like aside from that, they're insanely clean, very technical. They're very good at crossing, which is some of the reasons why I like other metal bands too. They're really good at crossing brutality with melody at the same time. Mm-hmm. And some bands can't put that together very well. And there was sometimes where the singer would back that up really well. Well, what they were already doing as a band, his, his style of, uh, vocals would help with what they were trying to do at the time of uh, being like brutal and, and having melody at the same time. So all the other shit was cool. I enjoyed everything I heard in the background. Um, any kind of like space age sci-fi stuff, any kind of ambient noises. Um, all that was really cool. Um, and, and do so, and you might've mentioned this earlier, but like, do they not have a bassist? So it's because I don't hear a bassist in this, in these albums at all. So there's a couple songs where you will kind of hear like a bass in the background, but I've never seen them play with a bassist. I they've always had just the okay. two guitars. Yeah, because they low enough, they don't need. Well, a yeah, because when you break it down, and you listen to them. I, like I had such a hard. It was like listening to Injustice for All. I'm like, where's the bassist? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what the fuck's going on but here? The weird thing too is, um, which I can get into a little bit later again that i kind of saved um but there are some of their music videos where they are playing with a bass a bassist right so, so there is basing it, it's it's really weird they okay. probably like it's weird to not have a consistent basis but they might just have a be tuned low enough that they can just well, get i'm away just glad that i was Maybe, listening yeah. to it intent enough to pick up on yeah, that because i, I thought notice. for sure that you were gonna go no they've got a basis and i'd go fuck well i didn't hear it like oh, what yeah, the hell? i didn't even notice that but now that you say it, i'm like yeah there wasn't a lot of anytime that. you yeah. hit those low tones you never yeah. hear that like that basis like uh, any any of the bands that you've showed us so far when they have a basis they have that little like boom like yeah. behind it because behind the guitarist so damn low because it's right. so just and yeah, you never chuggy. hear that with this band so it confused the fuck out of me so i thought i didn't i'm like are they pulling an iron maiden where they have like just a nine guitarists or something and then they just <laughs> don't have like so the whole thing with that that whole part like threw me off um yeah so it's i'm trying to think what else i can say about this band like um a lot of the interludes were fun Mm. Um, the instrumental stuff was cool. Dude, that last track of the first album with that kid talking about metal. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, so that, <laughs> no, that was, um, so I, I, that was another thing. I didn't know if you guys picked up, but that song's a cover. 
and the it, the original is by Suicide Silence, and Mitch was their vocalist. Like, sure, you've heard about people talk about Mitch. You know, like I've never liked Mitch that much, just because he always kind of sounded like a shit. And honestly, like hearing that thing at the end, I was like, what an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, no, because but, I'm like, who doesn't listen to metal because they don't what, like you get inspiration. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's Mitch talking. And 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 a lot of these songs and like the album names, like, is this a, a different language? Is this a language they're making up I, on their I own? I assumed it was an alien language. Uh, yeah, made that's kind of what I assumed. Okay. I don't know. I tried to look some of that up and I was like, this isn't translating into anything. Yeah, I'm like, sure. Yeah. I'm <laughs> no, sure it's just their alien Because I was just trying talk, to like, because yeah. after I listened to them four times, we still had like, I think a day and a half or something like this was like Saturday night. I was no. like, I see if I could find something else about this band. Um, but yeah, so it's the same thing. And, and um, I don't know. It's so weird. I wish, and I, I was thinking about this last night when I was trying to write down some notes about it. I wish I wasn't so picky when mm. it came to like metal vocalists, because then I might be able to enjoy these guys a lot more. And it's not that I didn't enjoy them, but it's just it's so hard for me to wrap my head around lyricists that can do that because the lyrics that he was writing were interesting and fun and sometimes fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. But like um, <laughs> it was hard to, you know, but everything else was so technical and clean. And like there was sometimes where Liam brought this up, too. And I, I think I think him and I talked about it for br briefly, like 30 seconds one day at work or something where. Um, it almost sounds too good to be That's true. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. like every, everything is just so fucking clean and technical. It almost sounds like they recorded the shit differently and then had a sound like had an engineer like put them together like that. Well, that's mm -hmm. what I was saying to and, him is I think that the guitar had a harmony pedal that was just tuned to be a weird harmony. And so that's why it's so lined up because you ha can't get such clear notes so fast, different sides of the neck lining up like how yeah it's probably yeah, and and if they're doing that in studio then that's fine yeah like, as I'm long not, as you can I'm, do it live i'm not going to mm. i'm not going to uh punch them down to you know because there's some bands that just do that and that's yeah. you know that's fine um but there's some of that stuff you could hear but like um like a lot of the arrangements were nice they weren't cheesy and stupid like that's that's kind of some of the stuff that i got out of um um a day to remember. Yeah. A day, yeah see, I, I can't remember them. Like I can't remember it. That's some of the stuff that I heard from a day to remember is I just heard like cheesiness where I was like, oh, this sounds like the radio. Obviously, these guys would never get played on the radio. No, Maybe no. like late night, like college radio or some shit like that Maybe. when they're doing like metal hour. But like other than that, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, it was, you know, it was it was still good. And I can appreciate what they were trying to do. So as far as um, stuff that really like stuck out to me, like uh, like Senseless Massacre was good. That told me I I even though I don't like these kind of vocals they're and I'm not a fan of them I at least can appreciate a band that's going to show me what they're doing right away and not like play around with weird shit mm -hmm. and that's kind of what Senseless Massacre did um, I really liked Godless Times Godless Times is like that intro that, riff that da -da 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 yeah that was one of the times where like I just pushed out the singer and I was like I loved everything else that's going on right now besides mm -hmm. like what he's doing um, Eviscerate was fun um, I really, really wanted to like No Pity for a Coward, and I didn't, but I really wanted to like it because when I saw the the name of the song, I was like, that's a badass name for a song like that. Like, that'd be also like, like, no, that'd be a, a good name for like a band. Yeah. It's like so No Pity for a Coward. That, um, that is the Suicide Silence song. Okay. That's a cover. Okay. Yeah. And that one, that one, like I, I wanted to like it. Um, 
so so much because one of my favorite tomahawk songs mm-hmm. are called uh god hates a coward so when i uh, okay. read that i was like oh okay <laughs> that, like coward yeah. so and i wanted to like that one so much more than i did and i and i didn't and it wasn't their that's fault it's just yeah. too that that's a suicide silence song because like at some point i was like this kind of reminds me of suicide silence because i remember everybody loving suicide silence and me not liking that music right yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like so that's what it made me think of at some point so it's funny that i was actually, i was wondering yeah i was like maybe liam might I pick just, up on I this i never listened to them enough because i was always like this is just yeah. not that's fair that's fair <laughs> so i'm um, going through um ulta ola I don't know if I'm even pronouncing that correctly. I don't know like either. I said, because I don't know what what, <laughs> what it means. language we're fucking going with here. Um, Parallel shift was fun. Mm-hmm. That one I liked. Um, the uh, macrocosm. Yeah, that one was pretty awesome. I like that one. I didn't know if I was saying it right. Um, the relic was good, and that one had a good ending song. Like I liked inadequate. Mm-hmm. Like that one. That one was that one was awesome too. Did you? Um, out of curiosity, I don't know if you if you thought of this at all, but. Did that album not give you massive killer clowns from outer space vibes? Um, like some of this, like Harvest and the Relic kind of well, like had I that s- like weird circusy. Right, and like I said, I oh, mean, the circusy it, one was cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it it does sound it does sound like a, a circus metal band. Like yeah, like, yeah. like the like with those kind of sounds, that's what I would expect to have hearing when I misheard your other band and thought they were called Clown Car. Oh, yeah. that's what I would expect this to sound yeah. like was clown car, not knowing that it was actually something uh. completely different. Um, so anyways, yeah, like Utopia was awesome. Like I, mm-hmm. I didn't mind that one. Um, and I also liked the husk out of the those husk, extra yeah. four that you were, um, that you were sending. Um, so this wasn't a band where, um, like I knew what I had to do when I mean by them, um, doing that first song and showing me exactly who they are right away. And I, cause I knew right away what I had to fucking do. And, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I got to plug in the the laptop here. Um, Not the laptop. While I'm talking at the same time, so I might need somebody's help if they can plug this in on the other side. One sec. Yep. If you can get over there. Um. So with um. Yeah. So with this band, like, so they showed me what they were doing right away. So right away. Um, when the band kicked in, I was like, You're prepared. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to like these kind of vocals, but um, I need to listen for other stuff. So the first time listening to um, Ola Ulta or Ulta Ola, which mm-hmm. one is it? Ola w? Ulta Ulta Ola. W? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so the first time I listened to that was because I, I just kind of started in the middle. So I was like, I'll click on this one, listen to this one first. And when the first listen through, I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. Like, I'm just, you <laughs> yeah. know, and then, and then listen two, three and four with, with listening to all three of them was, you know, like me having to actually like separate. Um, so I wouldn't mind hearing any more of these guys. I saw that they have more shit that's come out since like 2020 and 2019 mm-hmm. and then, you know, stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, Maybe someday, like maybe I it'll might, click or something. Might, like, something will click I and I'll like that kind of vocals more music. Yeah. But, if you're not, because like, like Kirk has said, like he's not really listening for the lyrics. He's yeah. listening for the technique. Mm-hmm. And we're not really listening for to vocals for technique in general. Like, yeah. Well, I listen to vocals for like, technique, so, but like, but yeah. I also like vocals that I can, can understand. understand. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying Where that just, just technique is what my main thing is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, yeah. Like, interesting. Yeah. Like, it, it, like, like, uh, yeah, like it was, it was, it, sure. yeah, it was interesting. It wasn't one of those things like with um, a day to remember. I remember them. 
Um, with like a day the to remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With a day to remember, there was times where I was like, I'm like, I'm not impressed. Like this is okay, but I'm not impressed with this. Well, at least with them, I was still impressed with what they were doing. Like the showmanship was there as far as like he said, what they can do is what they can fucking do. But I wasn't nearly as impressed as I was with like Arcspire. Yeah, I was yeah. the same um, way. I like, like Arcspire with, so with, with, with Arcspire, they still, I didn't like the vocals really. But mm-hmm. um, at the same time, with listening to Arcspire, I was still like, God damn it. How the fuck are they playing like this? Like, yeah, they, they just they just had me on that ride the entire time mm-hmm. where this band was doing the exact same thing. And I, I don't think they're less talented, but I just liked what Arcspire was doing more. Yeah. than, than mm-hmm. Rings, It was funny than when Irving was over. I showed him Arcspire and he was like, is this even like I was like, oh, yeah. The drummer, he sent us videos. He just doesn't move. He just stays yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. pulled up that video and he was like, what the hell? And I was like, and then I pulled up the guitarist. It's like, Jesus. And the thing we agreed on with that stuff a lot of the time is like, not that it's not hard to do at all. It's still just as hard. It's just not the type of guitar playing we do is a lot of it's just really fast tremolo picking down like the neck. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and like, you'll get a not, lot of that and a lot of sweeping. I feel like. Yeah. That's right. a lot of like, that's how you can be fast. And like, I'm more interested in like, getting around and so many so many so fucking many breakdowns god damn it (laughs) yeah with this fucking man i was like again and again and again with the fucking reactions i've ever seen yeah like like i'm choking my microphone here because i'm just like (laughs) there's so many breakdowns which i'm not a huge fan of but i was still trying to like you know appreciate them and like get through it yeah And and it's also hard for me too because like when bands play really fast like that, like even with our expire being as talented as they are, um, I always like, I'm just trained in the way that I listen to music that like, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Like, it's not that there's not talent there, but like, like Neil Pert had this, had this awesome, uh, uh, saying that he said one time that he said, I can appreciate drummers that play really fast, but when I hear you playing really, really fast, it tells me you're hiding something. Like, mm. show me what else mm. you can do besides. Well, that's like, show me what else you can do because if you're playing super fast, you're you're hiding something. I was saying, and, Joe Satriani saying when you're, oh, okay. is like sometimes your audience can't hear you when you play so fast. Like they yeah, can't yeah. hear not you like your instrument, you yourself as a being. They can't hear what you write and put into the music because it's so. They fast. can't hear your soul. Yeah, man. yeah. No, that makes sense when um. When I was going to bring up this uh, artist again, like I was going to say they remind me a bit of Arch Spire as far as like the speed and whatnot. The only thing is, and I'd still like Arch Spire more than Rings of Saturn, but I think Rings of Saturn, in my opinion, is a lot catchier as far as some of their riffs go. Really? Yep. Okay. I I find Rings of Saturn... <laughs> no, yeah, I find Rings of Saturn's like their riffs and stuff, and like some of the sweeps they do. Like to me, it's more pleasant sounding. It doesn't. It, that's what I thought was so funny because like they were hurt. Yeah, know? because I don't they're know. like not. They're purposely off keyed. Yeah, to be like in different keys so it doesn't sound right. It yeah, makes I, yeah, it sound know. heavier, and that's sounds why. Sick. And that's why you like it. And for me, I'm like it's. Like they're not supposed to go together and that's why it kind of hurts. Yeah. Yeah. But they're doing it anyway. Yeah. How yeah. would you compare um, this vocalist to the vocalist of Metalocalypse? Um, well, first off, different vocal styles. Right. Metalocalypse. I mean, besides that, though, like as far as frontman. No, just beside like how they blend with what they're doing with their the rest of their band. Um, 
Because I'm trying to see if that, and you don't have to answer that now. You might be able to answer that better like next week. Yeah, but I'm trying to, because that. one of the main things that I enjoy the vocals of Metalocalypse is because I know it's not the same vocals, but it's kind of close. It's not the same approach, but it's the same, like just growling, grunting, doing different kinds of screams, stuff like yeah. that. And, but um, the, either he tends to match with a lot with what the band is doing, especially with like downbeats. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, and, he does do that a lot. And, yeah, and and the singer from Metalocalypse does that really, really well. Where I enjoy him doing his lyrics, even though I can't always understand because it. Because there's a rhythm to because it. Because there's something a, there's, to grab there. Yeah, there's there's yeah. there's a hookiness to it that yes. I'm like. Dun, dun, that's, dun, dun, that's, dun, that's a good dun, way of putting okay. an issue I have. There's nothing for me to grab. Mm. because like you said like we said you're listening to technique that's what you're grabbing onto here mm. there's nothing for me to grab and like follow except for this listening to how fast they're going and i would just <laughs> yeah, be yeah. curious to hear your thoughts on that like maybe after you take some notes on it or whatever on like what you think the difference between as someone who's vocally trained to do mm. like both of those kind of shit um because that's what i kept asking myself i was like why is it that i can listen to metalocalypse and i can listen to them for like two hours straight and just have fun but when i listen to rings of saturn i had to do it in chunks and i couldn't appreciate the vocals the same way i know the vocals uh like i I know they're different styles but there's got to be something correlating in there and that's the only thing i could think of was the the tie-in with what they're doing with the other musicians in the band so a quick question i do want to get into some of the other shit i want to talk about but real quick are you what's your opinion on like listening to cannibal corpses vocals not a fan Okay, because the reason I ask is Cannibal Corpse's vocals and Metalocalypse vocals are the exact same vocals. Obviously, there are different people doing them, yeah. but they're modeled exactly after each other. They're both vals chords, and they're both very um, not coherent, but understandable. Like, if you listen to right. Cannibal Corpse, you can tell what the fuck he's saying. Right. Like, as opposed to Rings of Saturn, it, everything's yeah. so, like, drawn and out I've and whatnot. I've never seen Cannibal Corpse live, but I do but i have watched the first ace ventura movie plenty of times and uh-huh. since they're in that i feel like i've seen them live a little bit <laughs> but that's about it just because yeah. they're the band that's playing in that that you know and then and the because well, i was just curious because whatever he's going into they modeled that entire band after cannibal corpse and metalocalypse oh, okay. death clock is supposed to be cannibal corpse like in the show right so i was just curious about that but anyway going back to the band well that sounds what, what he was saying though that sounds then more like what you're saying with like how he inter- they interact with the band. If that's yeah, the same, yeah. if that's the same style, but it's not yeah. clicking for you there. It just has to be. Like- I was just curious. I mean, but also probably lyrics have a big play, you know, role to play because sure. Metalocalypse it's fucking hilarious when you're listening to Death Clock's <laughs> vocals. Like, you yeah. Know, but um, anyway, to get into the shit I want to talk about. So, um, as far as the band goes, I, I guess I should have mentioned this, but. Everything they do have, they do have instrumental versions of on Spotify, which you might have happened to see. Yeah. Um, So the first album they ever put out, which is one of the songs I included in my small playlist, which is Season Devoured 2.0. The reason Mm -hmm. it's 2.0 is because their first album is different members. So the vocalist is different. um, Completely different style, too. He does false chords instead of fry screams. Yeah. the only consistent member, I believe, is Lucas Mann, which is the guitarist. So they had a completely different um, setup. Then they went and did Dean Gear, which is what Utopia is on. And that is when they kind of like got set with their members, with their new vocalists and whatnot. Um, and then the whole controversy after Lugal Kian came out where it's talking, I don't know if he got kicked out or what was happening. Okay. I don't know if he's ghost producing, whatever the fuck. 
And then they released their newest album, which is what the husk was off of. Um, and then mental prolapse that I put on. And then there was some more controversy and this all stems around the guitarist. Lucas man, Lucas man, this all stems from him. He, so there's some more controversy coming out. So the band took a break, I believe I I could be misquoting this. This is just my understanding of what has happened. They took a break and they re-recorded their first album with the original members. So they don't have the vocalist you just heard. They have their old vocalist they did for, and they had all their old members back. Okay. So they re-recorded their first album. (laughs) Yeah, so confusing. They re-recorded their first album, put that out. So it's probably the new shit you heard or saw when you looked into it. Yeah. Um, Then there was more controversy with their guitarist and everybody left. Well, I don't know about everybody, but the vocalist left. The new Um, vocalist or old? The new vocalist. So Which the, one's the, the new vocalist now? Or, well, okay. Old new vocalist or the new vocalist? Yeah, that's where I get... So the, <laughs> or the old new vocalist is doing what the new vocalist does with the old vocalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, but no, so they're, they're... That's so fucking hair-raising, man. That, so yeah, that must have been like, tough for them. This. Yeah, so <laughs> the really vocalist that you listen to on these albums, he was like, fuck this, I'm out. He left. Did he go to, did he go to Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> was he trying to find himself i'm very intrigued actually to what he went off and did but i don't think he's done anything yet but regardless um so he bounced i don't know about the drummer situation like i said they had both a live drummer and a studio drummer so i don't know the situation there but now they are strictly only an instrumental band okay but they haven't put anything out yet but yeah Interesting. Okay. Point of the story is guitarist is an asshole and uh, <laughs> always well, never managed. The thing yeah. about it though yeah. is like, okay, I'm not saying what he's handling it right at all, but it sounds like it's his, his band anyway. He like, it sounds I mean, like he is Rings of Saturn in a sense. That is, but that that and that's the problem is that is true that he <laughs> is the most driving force when it comes to the creative process. Well, he's like also he's the only got original his, person that's consistent. So it just sounds like it's yeah. his project. Right. So and he just is kind of a dick to people that work with him. Yeah. Based and, on well, what you're telling and me. And his, his labels, like the most recent one when everybody left, like apparently it was like threatening the record label or something like that. And then the record label power. dropped him. And yeah, <laughs> right. it's just, you know, whatever. He's probably just a little too uh, egotistical. Probably. But, Anyway, so that that's why I wanted to say I didn't want to like change your opinion on the music itself by saying that, but yeah, it's a whole well, bunch of. Well, and I also haven't listened to Cannibal Corpse in a, like over ten years, so I'd okay. have to actually like listen to it and been be like, maybe oh, about this band still. Well, I know that, but I mean, when he did the comparison oh, okay. of like, what do you yeah. think about Cannibal Corpse? May, like, I, I might vocals. do him on the podcast. I'm just I'm also not as familiar with Cannibal Corpse. Obviously, I've listened to him and I just saw him. Like I, I do say, like you him. Just saw them yeah, <laughs> actually, I'm so stoked. They the my favorite song of all time by Cannibal Corpse is Scourge. Scourge of Iron, uh-huh. fucking fantastic, and that was like the second song they played, which I hadn't seen. I've seen him. This would be my second time. I right. didn't see him play that song the first time, cool. so I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, yeah." But anyway, beside the point, um, I might do him on the podcast, but I'd have to get more familiar. And Cannibal Corpse, since their discography is so big, I feel like it's one of those ones where I'd probably pick and choose stuff that you guys would probably maybe be more into. But okay. Yeah, but anyway, so that's right Rings on. of Saturn. All right, so, uh, well, this week it's Jeremy's turn. It is. So um, I have a proposal. Okay. Um, I, I don't do. know if you guys have the ability to do this, um, but if you do, that would be awesome. But what do you think about for this round? Like, pick three bands. Don't tell us who the bands are, but just maybe like the type of music and then let the other two pick. 
So you have three bands. I have three bands in mind. Okay. I have like 19 bands in mind, but I narrowed it down to three. Okay. And I'm going to tell you just what kind of music they are. And you guys pick the kind of music and that will be the band. And then if you guys could do that on your next rounds too, or even just two bands, like you want to hear this or you want to hear that. Okay. I'm done. And then we'll be like, uh, give us the power rock one. Okay. Okay, cool. What's that? And then you'd be like, okay, I've got one that's a DJ and I've got one that's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just for something different. Um, I'm down. Yeah, okay. that sounds sick. So I've got three for me to choose from. Okay. I've got a um kind of um acoustic um punk band. Okay. I've got a gothic metal band. And then I've got an industrial band. Okay. Gothic metal. Yeah. I would say out of the all those, I'd say either gothic metal or the um should industrial. I, should, is is gothic metal what we want to do since we just did metal though? I know I was thinking about that too, but because I don't care. I don't want to do the, either way. I, the other, I can do the acoustic punk. I don't want to do the, the industrial right now. That's where all, I'm at. All, okay. All the other, um, all the other bands are going to come up eventually anyway. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. But okay. So you guys want to do the Gothic metal band? Yeah. I, I mostly I'm just down. don't want to do the industrial yeah. right now. That's my main thing. Okay. That's, okay. Yeah. I would have preferred that, but I'm down for Gothic metal. <laughs> <laughs> you would have preferred the industrial well either the gothic metal or industrial but not the acoustic not the acoustic much. oh man i should have just chosen that just to make you do it no i, I don't care regardless <laughs> honestly tell us all three of them anyway no because because okay. because uh, then i want to just bring, yeah, them, bring up them up later, later. and, then, yeah, and yeah. then be like oh here's one of the ones that you didn't choose here's what was up behind door number two or <laughs> yeah. whatever anyway so we're going to go with typo negative because i've been wanting to bring okay. them up anyway so they're gothic metal cool. um they have a lot of albums and a lot of songs it would have to be like a double or triple thing so i'm just gonna make a playlist that's roughly like okay. an hour like usual okay. um and then i'll have it ready for you guys to to listen to tonight um i'll send some live stuff also send like i told you before um when we briefly talked about them they're really good at just being funny and not taking themselves seriously a lot like mm-hmm. arcspire so they have a lot of just funny videos of them just goofing around and shit and you know mm-hmm. doing stuff like that um i can't really think of what else to tell you if you do not fall in love with this man's voice, then I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you because this is one of the most sexiest, most sultry voices, both of you. Okay. Um, (laughs) This is one of the most sexiest, sultry voices I've ever heard in my life. Like there's like, I can see why Gothic chicks were obsessed with this man, like front and back. Um, I would think that even, um, even like Ali or someone who maybe even doesn't like this kind of music would at least hear his voice and be like, Jesus. (laughs) Okay. Like, yeah, like if 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 your clitoris or penis does not twitch at least a tiny bit <laughs> listening to this guy, then or at least understand because the is it's it's his voice is extremely unique. Speaking of that, it's it's awesome. I always show Allie whatever we're doing. Um and she liked uh Rings of Saturn. She thought it was really fun because it was so weird. Oh. Interesting. I wouldn't have expected well, it's funny that. Because I can't put Arc Spire on because it gives her a panic attack. <laughs> that is very, I mean, uh, all right. She's like, so Irving was here, and I pull up. I Is this the one that? No. She's the sitting one? there like. So you, so you have to just keep hilarious. her. So you just have to keep her to certain BPMs, and you yeah. know that she'll be yeah, fine. Three fifty is too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You gotta keep it at three hundred. <laughs> yeah, but she okay. liked how weird it sounded. That's that's. I would not have expected that, but I guess I'm I mean, glad. I didn't show her like all of it. A whole album. I put on like a song. So. Yeah, that's um, funny. So these guys um, are, um, let me see here. Uh, let me actually, I'm, I'm, let me just look this up real quick. Cause I want to see. It 
So is this all clean vocals as well? Yeah, pretty much. For the most part. For the most part. Okay. For I just the, wanted yeah, to get an idea. For the most part. Um, for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, uh, it, it's, it's funny because like um, they're, they're all, they're all from Brooklyn. And for Brooklyn? Yeah. But they have ties behind of like being like family from like Finland and stuff like that. Mm. I was going to say, because you showed the one picture last podcast. I was like, that straight up looks like a fucking Norwegian, like death metal fucking (laughs) kind of dude. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what you guys think. Um, So this is, so being that they're um, or or they grew up there or something like that before okay. they moved to Brooklyn or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, so this is a lot of very somber tones, very somber okay. lyrics. Um, Which is it's my all, shit. It's all love or in love with death which mm-hmm. is a lot for that, like that region of the world. Like like for them talking about death is also like talking about love. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing. So you're going to hear them talk about death a lot, but that's because they kind of I didn't know Brooklyn was about that. Life. They kind of enjoy that. Yeah. Well, I mean, more or less like, <laughs> know, like, yeah, like Finland and stuff like that. Yeah. Laugh at my jokes, Jeremy. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> then write them better. <laughs> that's right. It wasn't planned. <laughs> the delivery was off. No. Oh, um, actually when I was at work, um, on Sunday, I was so angry because I just didn't like the day. Um, oh, but I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Liam told me about I, it. I, yeah, <laughs> I did write like three jokes and I put them in my phone because I was trying to find some other way to like occupy my brain. Yeah, but that just made me think of that. So uh, that's funny. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're gonna do. No, I'm excited. Right. Um, Jared or, or Kirk, let me know that he can't do next week though. Just so you know. Yeah. Oh, I do need to cancel next week. Okay, but what are you, what are you doing? Um. Jer is actually getting a golden retriever dog, uh, but I don't know exactly where he's getting it, but it's pretty fucking far and no one else is willing to go with him. So he wanted me to go with him. I was like, all right. That's so, nice of you to do. Yeah. He's, he's like, I'll buy you like dinner up there or something. I was like, I'm not free dinner. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <I> hang out. <laughs> Just to show the dog its place, eat at a Korean place and be like, <laughs> this is what be, happens when you bark too yeah, much. This will be you on a fucking plate. <laughs> If you don't fucking just set the tone and then right you away. Give it a piece of dog meat and it's right <laughs> now, now eat some cat. I don't know why, but I just thought Good of dog. what is it? Making bacon with Macon. Yep. yep. Is that what it was? Yeah. The the South Park thing. Dude. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was almost a two hour episode. So, um, nice. we will see you guys in, uh, two, two weeks. weeks then. Yep. And, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, once again, two sticks and a stone. I promise I'll have some better intros. We just get talking into just whatever yeah, we're we talking about. Yeah, know that fast. you're actually recording, so we're talking. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of times, too, where I go back and I do the editing to, to put it up. And the first 15 minutes are such stupid bullshit that I'm like, I'm erasing this. That's fine. That's, because, yeah, that's because, what, yeah. And then for some reason, once you guys know we're recording, for some reason, the conversation gets better and fine. But well, sometimes yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're just, yeah, sometimes we're just it's good. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. It's sometimes it's good. Yeah. And I leave the intro in there. And so it's just weird. But, you know, that's fine. People can just deal with it. Look behind the All scenes. All right, guys. Two, six and a stone. I'm Jeremy Shaw. Name Flynn. Kirk Felberg. Ah. See you in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>